You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan with From West Philadelphia, born, born and raised. raised on the playground is where I spend most, most of my days. days. It's Mikey Jordan and Blurred Vision, and this is Will Smith. Alright, you know. fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was with you. We were on this road trip together, and now we're in a ditch. So. Took a detour. No, we're in a ditch. <laughs> like Thelma like Louise, we rode off the cliff. <laughs> Don't give me like car crashing analogies, first of all. I've had a week, bro. <laughs> And you know what? No, you jinx us. Or how me. Did, how, did I jinx, me. how did I jinx you? Remember, we were like, oh, it's been, it's been almost a year since our car crash anniversary. And guess what? That demon was like, oh, we're. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't get into a car crash. <laughs> oh, this has been a terrible week for me. Hey, guys, welcome to Blue Vision. Another week, another podcast. But for me, it's been a pretty shitty week, man. First of all, my Spider-Man event got canceled. Sony was like, yeah, we're super unorganized. So um, our PS4 team didn't know we were doing this, and we don't have the legal rights to do it. I'm like, what? <laughs> How do you not establish yeah, I saw that you first? said it was something legal, but I was like, what the fuck? Is Marvel trying to sue them? Like, mm. is this un- an unauthorized event? <laughs> I mean, it's you think all Sony's the same, but apparently not. Like, they, they had to speak with the PS4 game executives or whatever to get the, the the okay to make this event happen and apparently something happened down the line or like all right we're greenlit and red light never mind <laughs> so that got canceled and then i need a spider-man in my life I, one i don't have the game everyone was telling me how amazing it is i haven't played it yes it's very amazing fuck you <laughs> i'm adding to the list of people it's who have told me it's amazing quite spectacular <sighs> Is it amazing? It's a spectacular, spectacular Spider-Man. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so I don't have it in the virtual world, and I don't have Spider-Man in the real world. And I need a real-life Spider-Man because I got hit by a fucking a stolen car making a getaway. What? <laughs> you definitely need a Spider-Man because that's part. That's a, a mission in the game where you, wow. re- you rescue people. And they're like, the guy that hit us, he's getting away now. Go get him, Spidey. That was me. <laughs> that was literally me. I was like, go yep. get him, Spidey. So next time I run into that mission, I'm gonna think I'm like, I'm ca- I'm catching Jordan's criminals mm. well, in, I'm, the, in the virtual world. Because <laughs> in the real world, no justice. They haven't caught the person somehow. The dude came around a corner you and like Batman. I need some forensic detective work. Just to make a long story real quick. I was basically sitting on a corner and a, a Volkswagen comes screaming around the corner at like 60 miles per hour in a freaking residential area. And the way he clips me, he clips the entire front, like front driver's side of my car and it tears off his entire front of his Volkswagen. So that I ended up finding his, his license plate. And it was like literally on the floor. <laughs> well, I mean, if it's a stolen car, it's not his license plate. Well, you know, what I mean, yeah. the car's license plate. But it just, it broke my heart because as the kid passed me, of course, I'm sorry. It was a black kid. I gotta say it. <laughs> but he looked me right in the eyes. Like, we, like, it was like time slowed down for a second and we locked eyes. And I was just like, what? Like, I was miming. 
what the fuck, bro? And he just he just looked away. Did he? I mean, I at least would like for him to have been like, like if he couldn't do it, because obviously he sold the car, so he's not going to stop for me. But just mouth the words, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> make me feel a little better. Why would he do that? I don't know. He don't feel sorry. Yeah, he, he could be a thief. He can still be a polite thief. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I, I I don't know in in my like my long nights so now. So I'm saying I'm sorry would have made you feel better. Yes, the fact it, that he destroyed your car. Yes, it would make me feel a little bit better after totaling my car. What keeps me up at night is not the fact that my car is totaled and I'm waiting for an accident report now from the police, <laughs> but it's the fact that he didn't say sorry. <laughs> he didn't care. <laughs> he looked right at me. I'd be like, uh, you should have just at least said, "Why the fuck are you stealing cars?" <laughs> <laughs> or why are you driving so fast, bro? He was being chased. <laughs> I thought you said he. I thought you told me in the text he was being chased. That's why. The no, cops... I thought he was a. He was a getaway car. Like he had just stolen it, but he stole it one town over. This is information I got after the fact. But he stole it from one town over. So it was like you weren't being actively chased. Why were you whipping a car you just stole? Well, that's the thing that they do when they steal the cars. They want to take a high speed joyride. Cause you got away with the crime. What are you that, doing? Because <laughs> that happened to my uh, to my brother. One well, not the similar situation, but a stolen car was speeding down the street so fast that the car literally smashed into our driveway and and totaled my brother's car, which was parked in the driveway. Wow, he got it worse than me. At least I was driving. <laughs> yeah, no, his car was, and we were in Virginia at the time, so we weren't even home. Oh wow! But we have cameras outside of our house, so we saw we saw the whole thing when we uh when I came home. So we saw the car plow through the driveway, smash into my brother's car, and we saw the guy hop out the driver's seat. No, he he climbed out the passenger seat and ran into the car behind him. So clearly he had somebody following behind him, a mm. friend of his, and then they tro- they drove off. Oh, they never caught the kamikaze car, right? Yeah, they, the never caught, they never caught the person. They didn't cut, catch my guy either. I'm like, how did you not terrible. find him? I'm like, we have the ter- entire terrible the police gone. force. Yeah, I'm like, but the entire front of his car was gone. How did you not pull him over immediately? But like, he was probably... He probably and the way the, the the officer phrased it, he was like, "Yeah, he's probably a town over by now. Like, we're not ever gonna find him." I'm like, "One town? Like the way like from movies, it makes it seem like they can track you down wherever you go." But it's like, "Nah, he's down the block. We can't." Get him. <laughs> like what? It's too far down the block. <laughs> like I can see him right there. Nah, I'd have to run. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> Whatever. So that's been my week. Hooray! It's an awesome week. <laughs> It's an eventful week, I'll yeah, say that much. great. Or uneventful since an event got canceled. Whatever. <laughs> but anyway, that's neither here nor there. This week we're going to be talking about... I guess it's like a long-winded intro. <laughs> this week we're going to be talking about Iron Fist. Season 2 of Iron Fist dropped. Um, I watched the first six episodes. A little bit over half. I was happy that they only have ten episodes this time. At least they shortened the, the run count. Mm-hmm. And I think you've watched the first two. So we'll I watched like, the first two episodes. All right, so we'll talk non-spoilers and give our first impressions. Maybe by next week we'll actually finish. It's been a very Marvel-heavy weekend. Yeah, you're going to give us a review on Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man, PS4, Insomniac. <sighs> yes, yes, yes. This is everything I wanted it to be. <laughs> um, and then maybe I'll throw in some... Uh, rapid fire reviews. I want to talk about Adventure Time, which just had its series finale on Cartoon Network. I haven't finished it yet, but I've been binging and I've really been enjoying it. So I'm just going to throw out my two cents on that. Um, and maybe even the 25th anniversary of Power Rangers episode. Did you watch that? No. Of course you didn't. <laughs> but you would be the Peacock Ranger. So I how's saw, that going to happen? I saw the clip of uh, the fight between uh, JDF and his clone. You mean I the one I that. posted? No, I didn't see I didn't see it from your post. 
I saw it on the day it aired, like that night. Oh, I just okay. saw that clip, that whole clip of the fight mm. when he had the morpher, the master morpher. Yeah, get right. <laughs> yeah, I say the whole thing. The, morf- call the, Quest. the morpher, the morpher. <laughs> and then we're gonna talk about anime. Even though I thought it was stupid. <laughs> How dare you insult the things I love? He's like, <laughs> How dare you? He's like, uh, your Zeo powers aren't strong enough to fight, defeat me. And then he turns into a lesser, a, a lesser version of his power. I'm like, isn't the Zeo power stronger than the White Ranger, which is stronger than the Green Ranger? How is he able well, to defeat him by, by? Oh, Michael, you ye of little Power Rangers fandom knowledge. Don't you understand? That it's not in order of powers that become it more is. powerful. It it's is. nostalgia that gives him power. So the farther back you go, Zeo power <laughs> is supposed to be stronger than the Green Ranger power. No, 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 Stronger than the. It's stupid. No nope, nostalgia it's like, power. It's like Dragon Ball all over again. Oh, I'm gonna be in my base form, but I'm stronger than ever before. But then I'm gonna go Super Saiyan and I'm weak. I'm like, it's stupid. I'll tell you, mock things I love, <laughs> but you're not wrong. <laughs> All right, before we get to all that, though, we have iTunes reviews. Oh, and for those that are wondering, unfortunately, our pal Brett, he cannot be on the podcast this week. He won't be back. He, actually he, he was it. the one driving the getaway car. Yeah, he was like, fuck you, Blurred Vision. I was <laughs> supposed to be on here two weeks in a row. <laughs> no, no, he's, uh, uh, I spoke to him last week. He's on vacation until the 17th. So how that's going to work out time-wise is that he'll be available for, for podcasting once our 100th episode is ready. So that weekend, I'm going to figure out... I, I, what I want to do is I want to have him on that episode. So we'll have him on... Oh, oh! speaking of Power Rangers, it's kind of like a special Power Rangers reunion anniversary episode. Because he'll be like the new blood. Like, he's Ninja Steel. And then we're going to bring back all past guests from yesteryear. And they're like the legacy characters. Like the Tommy Olivers and, forever, the, forever and the Rockies. Red. Forever Blurred. Forever Blurred? <laughs> I like it. I like that. Yes. And I think we're also going to have a... Sp- Maybe, Maybe, fingers crossed, if you out there in Blur Vision Land, I can't believe I'm saying that. <laughs> That's your thing. It is my thing. <laughs> all you out but, there in Blur it's, Vision it's, Land. It's our thing. Yeah. <laughs> if you all focus your chi and raise your hands like Goku, give us energy. Maybe Jamie will make a special uh, guest appearance on the podcast. She'll return as a co-host. I'm surprised. You said, I, th- I thought she was going to save it as a surprise. No, I want this will this will guilt her into doing it. <laughs> Maybe. Like now you have to, Jamie. We said you might. <laughs> yeah. If she doesn't, she doesn't. She'll make like a special message for to the fans or something. But you know, it'd be it'd be awesome if she actually shows up. It would be. I want to hear. I want to hear how she feels about. Of course, it's gonna be all awesome thoughts. But I want to hear how she feels about my hero this uh, season. Can you imagine she hates it? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wait, who are you, <laughs> traitor? <laughs> What has Korea done to you? <laughs> All right, but yeah, we're going to get into My Hero and Attack on Titan 2 uh, after we get through iTunes reviews. Our first review, actually, this is our only review this week, comes from Regis the Man. What? Yeah, we only oh, have one. one. I think... Uh, what are you guys doing? <laughs> I think maybe two people try reviewing and they haven't come through yet because iTunes is doing that thing where like the number goes down. And usually it does that when someone who's already left the review leaves another review and it overwrites the old review before it adds the new review. Because iTunes is complicated like that. <laughs> but for now, all we have is Regis the Man. And it's a five-star review. And he says, spoilers, wrestling, any more roles? Hey, guys. So to address the Stephen Amell thing, yes, he did have a match in WWE against Cody, who was going by Stardust. Don't ask. Yeah, that's why I said. The two are actually great friends and Amell actually beat Cody. Oh, so you're wrong, Michael. He said they didn't fight. 
they did fight. And apparently Amel won. Because it's fucking Arrow. If he didn't win, I'd be pissed. Well, he didn't win his singles match in the other... What? The indie... We talked oh, about Oh, that's this. right. That's stupid! <laughs> uh, Reese goes on to say, I love our growing family. Michael is the strict dad. <laughs> Jordan is the cool uncle. And I've been dubbed the older brother. Wouldn't trade you guys for the world. Jordan, you haven't failed this podcast yet. Think of the kids. <laughs> Stay nerdy, my blurry. And go beyond plus ultra. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I'm the cool uncle. How does it make you feel? Who cares? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that hurts more than you raging out. <laughs> um, oh, and I don't, I don't, I was hoping he was going to leave another review. I forgot who it was. Was it Flaza? Remember that song we couldn't get last week? Yeah, because it, you... You of all yeah, people! because you fucked it up. Oh, I fucked it yeah, up? the way you read it... I read the lyrics straight out! You, you, no, you... No, 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 you missed You it. didn't read the whole... You didn't read the whole thing, because you just said, it's my life, one and only, and yeah, I'm just that's, like... that's what he wrote! That was the whole thing! Well, no. Because it's not the whole, I know what I have to do now. It's my life, one and the only... Wow. Wow. Do you see how Mike don't feel like flip anything? <laughs> you sing that every week. You think of all people you would get. <laughs> no, but the way you read it, oh, it's so it's your fault. It's all your fault. fault. You should have you should have read it better. All right, to be fair though, I did feel like, man, how did and then on top of that, then on top of that, literally right after you read it, you was you started talking about Bonjo or whatever the fuck you used. It's my life. So, so then and it's now or never. Yeah. I ain't gonna live forever. So I'm not even thinking about my hero at that point because you're singing. Again, it's still my fault. Yes, it's all your fault. <laughs> Why can't you take responsibility? No. Well, I'll own my part of it. I was like, how did I not realize that was the freaking my hero song? But I, he, he told us in the group chat. But then I also saw, or did he send it in a, I think he might have sent it in a message. Yeah, he sent it in a message. I don't think he's in the group chat. Okay, so he sent it in a message. But then, like, I actually put it together as I was editing the podcast, because I put the song in right after we said that, basically. I was like, oh, I'm stupid. <laughs> it's, it's not even the Japanese part. It's the English part. Yeah, it's the English part. <laughs> we fail. <laughs> and that being said, let's talk about My Hero Academia this week. <laughs> this week's title was A Talk About Your Quirk. Let's 
this week we get the results of the exam we've been following for the past entire arc. Yep. And the results are spoilers, Michael. <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> well, yeah. now we know, no, even though no we knew spoilers. beforehand I from didn't Michael. Know, I didn't know any of this information. <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, I don't know what you're talking about. They set it up to be a reveal because they literally go like, like Midoriya, Tape Guy, like everybody's passing. It's like, whoa, the whole class passed. And then Michael's like, bah, bah, bah. Oh, my name's not there. What? <laughs> I was so shocked. I didn't know this. You son of a bitch. <laughs> As we all have already guessed, Midori, of course, passed. Most of the class passed, actually. But something we did predict, uh, Todoroki. Todoroki, yeah. Yeah. I said it last week. I was like, maybe this is the reason why if they don't pass, this is why. And come to find out, that's exactly why. Because fucking Yorashi or Inasa. Is Yorashi his first name? He said, I think, yeah, I think so. Okay, so Yorashi. It's so much harder to say. Yorashi, 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 just say Anasa. (laughs) (laughs) So offensive. Uh, Yeah, because of the little tiff that Anasa and Todoroki had during the levels quarrel. Yeah, during the freaking exam, during a freaking battle, like the most crucial point, an entire end of that exam. They, because of their little, like their love respect, they both got disqualified and both didn't pass the test. So there's that. At least we got, we were right about our guess. But I mean, thankfully, according to the the host guy, they have an opportunity to. And the way Anasa like apologized, <laughs> he comes up all unintentionally, and he's like, like he, "Yeah, like I'm he, sorry, <laughs> it's my fault." And, then, and he smashes his head again into yeah. the concrete. That's like the ultimate respect bow. I'm you like, bow so hard, you go through the earth. <laughs> this guy is fucking nut, but I love him. <laughs> he's adorable. He's quirky in an adorable way. And like the way at the end, when he's running away and going back to his class, he's like, "I still don't like you, but we'll deal with it later." Ayama <laughs> like, has a crush. He's like. He seems sensitive and and strong at the same time. Yeah, bold and sensitive <laughs> at the same time. Mercy. <laughs> uh, oh, interesting. Naval laser likes him, and so do you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Coincidence? I think not. But I mean, despite not like losing out on the the reveal of Bakugo not passing, I think it was interesting that and interesting and also my favorite part of the entire episode. That the two best students are the ones that weren't able to pass the test. The hierarchy is collapsing. That's my favorite <laughs> part. You know, I was like, all right, Mineta is the guy. I'm all about Mineta again. <laughs> the hierarchy is collapsing. <laughs> the way he came behind Todoroki. I was fucking dying. His yeah, face. had to come behind him and slap him. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's a good point. Like, you know, when you have that. That chip on your shoulder when you have when you are the best, you think you can do everything by yourself. And we like I didn't put it together then, but you know, those two were the only two to kind of go off on their own right off the bat, Bakugo yeah. and Todoroki. So I mean it's there is some level of like truth to the ego actually is a hindrance to you. And this is like kind of like a good ego check for them. Yeah, and they both have a big ego and it's, it, in different it, ways. it manifests in different ways, yeah. but they both have a big, huge ass ego. Yeah, and Todoroki even said that like this was a good learning experience for him. Like, and I, he has the maturity to even recognize that. Yeah, so at least quickly. he has the maturity to recognize that. Bakugo is just like, fuck, fuck everything. <laughs> Yo, you want to just jump to the end and we'll go back to the middle because yeah. the Bakugo reveal at the end. My man is Batman. Like we, I told you, I was like, he's. You he's, said that he put things together. But he put he everything, everything together. together. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, he went down the list. He's like, hey, don't even try and say it ain't true. In fact, if you don't say anything, then I know it's true. <laughs> I was like, 
fuck. I was talking to All Might. He ain't saying shit. She's like, you ain't saying shit right now. I'm like, damn. He got you, Jacob. Yeah, he went back to the beginning. Yeah. Put piecing it all together. Like the, the even just having. Even the fact that All Might got his powers. He was like, that guy knows the, the, the conversation. Overhearing like, All Might and All for One talking. Yeah. He's like, crazy. so they clearly know each other. So All Might must have got his quirk from him. Granted, he doesn't know all the details, but... But he's guessing. Yeah. Like, like a detective, he's like doing the probability. Like, probable means that it's a very high likelihood that this is what you were referring to before when I didn't understand what you were saying about someone giving you power. It's like, oh, now it all fuck falls into place. I'm like, yo, what is Bakugo business intelligent? Out of nowhere. I mean... I mean, he, he, I think he, he's number... He was number two in the the practical exam. Like he was number one in the uh, the, the 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 physical uh, portion of the exam when they fought the robots. But he also scored pretty high on the uh, the written exam too. So he's always smart, been smart. Just low key. Because remember, he was t- tutoring Kirishima. True, true. I mean, but that reveal though, and then Deku being like, "Oh man, he's got me." <laughs> like that revelation, just like, "Ooh." So what are you gonna do with that information, Bakugo? But it's like it's at the end of the day, it's like it's all his fault because he's yeah. the one that planted that seed in the first place by telling him, going against All Might's wishes, saying, "Don't tell anybody about this." The one person he has to tell is his boyfriend, <sighs> Bakugo. The one person he probably shouldn't tell too. Exactly. But you, I think you can trust Bakugo. But the fact of the matter is, I like the fact that there's consequences for something from so long ago. And at the time, like there was, there was a slight like it ruffled All Might's feathers a little bit. But he was like, "Well, he doesn't really understand what you're saying." And we, at the time, even I was like, well, I mean, there's no way for him to put it together, so it's not that big of a deal. Well, but then you see over shit, time. Yeah, some shit happened, and he was able to effect. put it together. Yeah. But then at the end, that, that fucking moment of like, I want you to fight me right here, right now. I'm like, oh! And then it ended. <laughs> yes, it felt and like... And then that preview. Next episode, Kachan versus... Mad- <laughs> what is it? Bakugo versus uh, Deku. Part two. I was like, no! I have to wait. Well, I, Saturday has to be here now. <laughs> This reminds me of like old school like Goku versus Vegeta moment back when like uh, Vegeta went Majin and went evil and they had that. Remember? Do you remember back in high school like when that was like a big deal? <laughs> it was like, yo, Goku's gonna fight Vegeta again. Again, yeah. Yeah, oh, it's gonna be crazy. It's that kind of like hype. It almost felt like back in high school when like, two people are to fight and you're like, oh, <laughs> they about to fight. <laughs> I lost. Everybody it. surrounds them. Yeah, that's exactly how Instead it felt. Instead of trying to stop the fight. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to stop it. I want to see no, that shit. I, I, I was like, I was talking to my friend like uh, about this earlier. I was like, the episode is called uh, Bakugo versus Deku. The whole fucking episode better be about them fighting. I don't want to see any, I don't want to see the side characters. Oh, wow. I don't want to see them cut the All Might. I don't want to see fucking Todoroki getting a perm to <laughs> figure out how to get his hair dyed red. I want to see the whole episode about those two. I don't want to see nothing else. That'd be dope if they do like a They better not fight. pull a Batman v Superman where the shit is only like eight minutes of the episode. I mean, this episode was called, uh, let's talk about your quirk. That was only the last third-ish. So, possible. I mean, kind of, but even the All Might. But I agree. I think it'd be good if it was an entire episode of the fight and then intercut with like flashbacks to kind of inform their history together. Because we got a little bit of that at the very end of this. Mm-hmm. Where he Baku got the flashback to Deku following him. And I don't know why Deku was ever his friend, because he was a dick to him even then. Like, yeah, you might, you're not gonna get a quirk, but well, if you do, I, as, as, it won't be as good as mine. Well, I think, <laughs> I think, as far as I know, before he got his quirk, they weren't. He wasn't as antagonist, antagonistic to him. But you saw even in the flashback. Yeah, because he had his quirk back then. He was like, "Oh, I can't wait to get a quirk as cool as yours." 
Cause he so Bakugo already had his quirk, but before he before he got his quirk, I think they were he was nice. They were nice to each other. I mean, even the flashbacks where he didn't have his quirk. Wait, didn't he always have his quirk when he was a baby? And all flashbacks. No, no, no. Seen? They get they get their quirk at age four. No, but I was seeing, saying in all flashbacks we've seen, has there ever been a point where Bakugo hasn't had his quirk? Uh yeah. Then uh moment. When he beat up those uh, second graders or whatever before he got his power, it was like, "Oh my God, you took on second graders!" Mm, yes, but he was still like the leader boss type. So there's never a point where he was like, "We're peers." He was always like, "I'm better than you." <laughs> Just like when he got his quirk, he was like, "No, I'm way better than you." <laughs> so I don't know. Like I, I can't ever see them like what, what their at least on Deku's end. What was he getting from Bakugo other than somebody to look up to? I guess in a weird abusive relationship kind of way. But I don't know. I said I just want to see more of that, and like I wanted to inform the fight in like an emotional way. I don't need to say this. My academia does it every week. <laughs> like it's not. It's never a thing. Where I'm like I really want some emotion in this fight. Every fight in my academia is emotional. <laughs> yeah. Um. But rewind. That was the epic ending. But they did finally confirm that that chick was Toga, mm-hmm. and that yeah prediction kid prediction over here. Her power actually was. <laughs> Using the blood to shapeshift. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was a oh fuck moment when it's like I got Izuku's blood. Dun, so she's dun, gonna dun. become him? I mean, what else what else? Oh she- god, what if she gets close to All Might? <gasps> I don't know. Maybe. Cause All Might's declaration this episode is I'll never die. So I'm like, no, <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> yeah. Then- like part of me was like, yeah, yeah, All Might, but part of me was like Oh, this is this is not good. This is literally gonna be like but his I mean, final words. Well, like, maybe not. I mean, so far they haven't introduced any death into this show. That's exactly why I'm scared. Because then it's even more impactful when a character act when the character dies. If it does, I don't want it to happen. Fuck that. No. <laughs> but I, miss, I don't think I don't I don't think it's. But why make the declaration? You know what I mean? Why why go out of his way to like of all the things he could have said? I will not die and that all for one all my conversation was amazing it was like he is and straight up lex luthor joker all the best show, villains it also goes to show how badass and how powerful he is because they talked about all the things that can prevent him from escaping quote unquote like it's like if i even think about using my and all might is just like yeah you can't escape and he was like i'll let you think that that's got and that, for, we said the first time i was like fucking bitch ass threats you know he's probably just waiting for Shigaraki to save him but then when he says it again when All Might's leaving and he's like laughs about it I'm like oh god he's gonna get out <laughs> he's gonna get out and kill everybody so I'm thinking I'm, well, no, I ultimately think if he wanted to he can get out but he said the oxygen because they're giving him oxygen that's keeping him alive so I feel like if he tried to escape he had that mask contraption yeah before. so there won't be no he, he'll basically kill himself because there won't be any oxygen but he could escape if he wanted to I mean he could try he probably would. <laughs> but it's funny that you're, you're, how you phrased it was, if he even thinks about using his quirk. But it's literally, if he even thinks about it, it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, they even read my brainwaves, know if I'm up to some shady shit. Like, that's, I don't know. Just, but his conversation with All Might, I loved. I it, did too. He won. This, and it it kind of hurts because after All Might won, like, definitively won, like, the, the power battle. Like to have that win kind of still sitting with us since like you know that giant epic battle, to have another confrontation happen, and I feel like All for One won the psychological battle. Like I, I know All Might walked away like kind of fist head held high, fist held high, like like no, I'm never gonna die. Your well, plans still, won't he work. He was still shaking. Yeah, and even in the moment where uh, All for One 
that crazy. Like I can predict everything that's happening right now. And then all from all Mike got up and was like upset. And he was like, Oh, the fact that you're angry yeah. tells me that I hit a spot that I'm right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, yo, this dude reads him perfectly. He's such a good antithesis to All Might. Like, and that's what, I don't know, he could just be like an imposing threat, like physically, but the fact that, I mean, we kind of saw that in their fight too, about how, how he's able to mentally unhinge All Might. But this conversation just cements the fact that like what makes him such a great villain. It's not just his powers. It's, it's how he's able to, like literally get under All Might's skin and he knows exactly how to do it. Mm-hmm. And he's so intelligent about it. That's what kills me. Like the, yeah, he's definitely the yang or the yin to All Might's yang. When he's describing about why he would pass why, down his powers. Or, or and not even just that, but why he wanted to be, because he's like, you wanted to be the symbol of peace. Mm. I wanted to be the symbol of evil. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just as simple as that. He's like, how can you not understand this? Like, you wanted to be a good guy. I wanted to be bad. Yeah. <laughs> and I had the power to do it. Yeah. And, oh, my God. And I, I, the thing, he, when he mentioned Shigaraki, because uh, all my asked him, like, where's Shigaraki at? He's like, I don't know. My like, The kids already left the roost, unlike yours. Like, like oh, don't you talk about Deku? <laughs> like, like, it made me mad. I'm like, mm, all for one. But it is true. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's just interesting to watch how they're their two proteges are developing and like where in their development they're at. Because like, the moment where when when Deku got the visual exam, also just like Deku's still a kid though. Shigaraki's a grown ass. <laughs> yeah, he's probably like five plus years older. But when Deku got the provisional exam license, like the first thing he said was like, I did, I did it, it all, all night. Yeah, and he sent him like the oh, like cute like uh, text message. Text he sent. message. Oh. I need to send this to my mother at All Might. Yeah, like, oh, Dad, Mike, Dad, Mike. <laughs> and like a little smile All Might gets when he sees the text message. It's like, he's, he's growing up. I don't know. This is a great episode. Perfect vision. Like, is there any question? Yeah, I agree. And for those that don't know the races between Blurred Vision, drop it here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable. And then you have less than passable and more than passable. But yeah. Perfect vision all the way. And, like, I, you know what I was thinking about the other day? Like, we just take it for granted. But, like, think about the fact that we never review anything consistently, like My Hero Academia, and give it perfect vision so much. Like, isn't that... It's kind of amazing. Like, when you really think about it. It is. Like, we might review a movie or a sequel and be like, oh, perfect vision. It, it's it's that's just consistent. One, yeah, that's just one movie. Yeah. This is a series. Yeah. And almost every week, like, nine out of ten times, it's a perfect vision. It's crazy. Like, this is the modern day, like, I feel like years from now, people are going to be talking about Mario Academia, like we talked about Last Airbender, or like the original Justice Dragon League. Ball Z, Justice League, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be in that pantheon of, like, amazing shows. Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. I hope they don't drag it out. I don't know, like, where the ending of Mario Academia is going to be, but, like, I don't know. I keep saying, just like with Dragon Ball, I want it to get to the point that it shows... Deku as an adult, like it starts with him as a kid, but then it goes to him being an adult until we get to that point where it says, this is the story of how I became the number one hero. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Like, I want to see him get to that point. So like what? By the end of the school year? Or not school year, but the school term? Like what? No, because, okay, so I think it's three years at UA. Yeah. And then he'll probably be around so then, 18. So then after that, he has to go through a, a... I'm pretty sure he has to go through a phase where he's somebody's sidekick. Does he? 
I'm assuming so. If you graduate from uh, from the school, I'm guessing you got to be a sidekick before you can be a hero. That's interesting. I never considered that. Who do you be sidekick to? Because you think because you think it would be all because like I think about not. doing like the uh, the uh, the pro the, the what's the fuck is that 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 tournament that they have every year at yeah. UA where it's like you know pro heroes are looking at you to, to you know potential sidekick. True. So I'm thinking that's what happens after they graduate. I don't. I don't want to see him be a sidekick for any extended like amount of time, that. though. I mean, with, with not pro? extended amount of time, though. Uh, well, I like mean, half a season doesn't have to be a whole whatever. But it also depends on what they do with it. Yeah. So it could, that could make it interesting. So then he he goes through that period of being a sidekick until he eventually becomes a hero. But then I don't want the show to start. It's like, all right, I'm already the number one hero. I want to see him start as a pro hero and then eventually grow in the ranks to then becoming the number one. What I think is going to happen is they're going to... With his peers. Yeah, I think they're going to... If they don't do a time skip, they're going to age everybody up naturally to around 18. And I think at that point, the story will naturally conclude with somehow... It, it can't be a one-on-one fight, but Deku fighting all for one or Shigaraki with all for one's powers. Maybe he uses... like Maybe it's Deku plus everyone else together and teamwork and friendship is what overcomes the ultimate evil in the end. Maybe that's how they do it. But... I feel like what's going to happen is you're going to get a Care, time like skip. Care Bear style? Yeah. <laughs> but then after that, you'll get a time skip forward to Deku aged up like All Might with the cape. And like, you know what I'm saying? I don't think he's going to get to that point within the show. I think. You know what I'm saying? I feel like he'll he'll be the strongest hero by the end of the show. But he won't be the All Might figure until the time skip epilogue at the end of the show. And then maybe he'll find another Deku or something. That'd be oh, I just got chills. <laughs> like if Deku plus Deku ends when he's all old, looking for a successor. I don't even mean like old, old, but maybe like finding a sidekick. You know what I mean? Like All Might Prime, old, so like thirty. Oh, 30 so old. <laughs> I didn't say it was old. I'm just saying older than he is now. Like, aren't you thirty, bitch? <laughs> I am. <laughs> so I'm gonna be a hero now. <laughs> Okay. There's a story about Jordan lost his car and then begged Spider-Man to save him, but Spider-Man was not real. <laughs> well, yeah, but but yeah, that'll be my perfect ending. That it is. It, Deku sh- finds Deku. Well, that too, but it it transitions to showing all the years. Oh, okay. Until eventually, I'm the number one. Mm. Remember this episode, podcast historians. <laughs> so when my, my academia ends, we're like 50 years old. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I'm like, we'll look back on it. I don't see one as. It's only in the first year. <laughs> uh, so let's get into our next topic. Let's talk about Attack on Titan. Last week's episode was titled Wish. Um, so I was wrong. But I will say, though. Wait, what? <laughs> real, real quick. Okay. I'm, thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm getting more and more tempted to get that get the manga. <laughs> no. Especially, no. Especially now you that I'm like. You are, you are not allowed. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> especially now that I'm like, this season is ending. And I'm like, oh, I need my fix. <laughs> No, yes. no more spoilers from you. You can't, you can't handle that power. I, I can handle all the power. No, you can't. <laughs> I am all for one. You telling me who died in the next arc or some shit? I, I will. I will tell you everything. <laughs> oh my god, Uraka is dead. It's crazy. Like no. <laughs> like oh my god, Todoroki pulled his dick out in one of the, one of the books. Oh my god, all your fan fictions. And his pubic hair is white and white and red, just like his regular hair. What the fuck? Anyway, on Attack on Titan.
So I was wrong completely. Remember last week I was like, so I think what's going to happen is, did you finish watching that episode by the way? I did. I did. Okay. So at the end of the episode where they're about to break the door to save Aaron, I'm yeah, like, like, it's going to yeah, be, a, gonna different be place. a different place. No, nah. it wasn't. <laughs> I, I, was, I was saying that as I was watching, I was like, yeah, Jordan's wrong as fuck. <laughs> I was wrong as fuck. And what ensued was the fucking- That's why uh, your kid prediction. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I bring up your wrong predictions. <laughs> anyway- but, when was a but fucking, I have way more right ones than wrong ones. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. What ensued <laughs> was a badass fight between swords and guns and the 3D maneuver gear. That fight was fucking awesome. That fight was awesome, yeah. And I love the fact they, they made it a point to be like, yeah, they have got guns, but with our speed and if we get within a close range with the swords, we're actually at an advantage over them. Because mm-hmm. it turns out their guns are fucking shitty. Like, yeah, they like, can only shoot twice before they have to reload mm. and it says a long it's reload. a slow reload yeah, it's a slow reload they have to like take these big ass spear things off their like like their side pouch and put it in the gun like manual and shit like, yeah it's ridiculous but then you see i like how they they clearly show you that how much more powerful mikasa and, and levi are compared to everybody else mm-hmm. mikasa and Air, levi were just mowing through motherfuckers yeah <laughs> that was fucking badass the way that, levi came at kenny too got that ackerman power Ackerman bullshit. <laughs> oh, by the way, we're all X-Men. Everyone has metahuman genes, and this is ours. Yeah. <laughs> they have quirks, apparently. Same world, maybe. With my yeah, it might be. <laughs> Takes place in the past. Yeah. But then Kenny and uh, Levi get into it. That battle was cool. It was, yeah. I didn't think Levi was going to get the upper hand the way he did, but... He slashed the fuck out of his stomach. Yeah. Hange may or may not be dead. I know, because I read the manga. Isn't it Hange? Is it Hange? Yeah. Hange? Hange, what the fuck? Is? I don't know. <laughs> I'm Hange. Look, Hange doesn't sound much better, okay? It does. But yeah, like, do you think she's dead? I don't think she's dead. Okay. She's not dead. Spoilers. Yeah, I, was say, I don't think she's dead. <laughs> yeah. But the crux of the episode after that epic battle was uh, Kenny gets back to uh, Reese and Historia and Aaron and their little ceremony they're going through to transfer Historia's power or transfer Aaron's betrays power. Rod Reese. Kinda. Well, kind or tries to, but it turns out the king knew that Kenny wanted the power for himself anyway, but because he knows the only person in the royal bloodline can use that Titan power. Conveniently. Very conveniently. <laughs> Kenny's like, all right, well then fuck you then. I'm gonna and which I was like, okay, he's about to make a monster battle. He's like me. Like he's like, I like giant monster fights. So I'm gonna cut Aaron to make an actual fight between monsters happen rather than his story just eat him straight out. But then Aaron doesn't transform. Come to find out, Aaron, Aaron kind of wants to die. Yeah. Which is like, bro, you're kind of bitch made right now. <laughs> like, I get where he's coming from, especially with the revelation last week about, like, he's now he's got his memories back. He realizes that his father, by taking this power, apparently his power was capable of stopping the Titans from attacking people. So not only does he feel responsible for the deaths of all of humanity, but more specifically, even people that everything that he's been involved in since he's gotten his Titan power, he feels like is his father and his fault. So he kind of wants to die, 
by virtue of the fact that he thinks by giving up his power to Historia that she can actually save the world, make things right. He hates himself for yeah. all the people that have died for him. He's taking on the, a burden that isn't really his fault. He's taking on his father's burden. Yeah. Like, he, he didn't choose to be to be given that power. No, it was forced upon him. Yeah. But, I mean, whatever. He's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I specifically remember this is where I stopped reading the manga because of that moment. I'm like, I forgot. So I repressed that memory, too. Like, like Aaron, I repressed that memory. Because <laughs> I, I watched him like have this breakdown. Or maybe it was stolen from you. <laughs> oh, my God. With someone with the power of a titan. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of vague and still needs to be explained. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't really get it either. She could stop all the Titans. And I'm like, how, though? And I'm like, but then on top of that, I'm like, but didn't you create Titans? Because now I'm just They thinking- haven't said how Titans have been. There's a liquid or whatever that can make people turn into Titans, but they haven't explicitly said yet that humans created Titans. They're still being vague about that. Yeah, I don't know. Like, the, the thing is, that she said, he said the king... Let's piece it together. Let's piece it together together. Like, <laughs> Yeah. The, the, Reese said that the first king wanted humans to be ruled by titans. And that was the only way for there to be peace. So my assumption was that kind of like... Um, oh, you don't watch Code Geass. But uh, you need to make... By making... The enemy of my enemy is my friend. So, so titans existed already, and then they just tried to figure out a way how to harness that power? No, my guess was either they made Titans, like people made Titans and they took over the world or Titans appeared and somehow they were able to get powers from Titans. But then the first king realizing that having a common enemy, then humans would be able to not fight, wouldn't fight each other. So they made one kingdom, like one, one union, one unified society. Rather, because clearly there were other war, like other societies. There were Asians. There are uh, Caucasians. So there was a greater world at some point. So like, but but my question is, did the first king do that out of what's the word? Uh, oh, fuck! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not nobility, but like, did he do it out of pure purity of heart, or did he do it with malintent? Like, did he do it because it's like, I can rule everyone by doing this? Or did he do it because, like, no, this is the only way to have actual world peace? That's unclear. I'm trying to say, did he do it out of altruistic purposes? There you go. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You're not going to get this. You're not going to win this time, words. (laughs) (laughs) We've got you. Blurred Vision, the podcast where we need a thesaurus every episode. (laughs) Go, go with the thesaurus power. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so is it altruistic or is it something for selfish means? That's still a question. And then, I guess we will find out. Stay tuned. Yeah, and then when you have the, when I you have the, the memories. What time is the new the new new episodes usually drop while we're what time? It actually came out already. Before we started recording, I saw that the episode dropped. Oh, okay, because yeah. I know it usually comes out around this time. Yeah, we record literally as it drops, pretty much. Um, I think this week maybe got released a little early, but uh, but yeah, the Reese makes note, the King makes note that whoever gets the memories of the first King which is the only person apparently that has memories of before the last hundred years, they just completely go like, not, they just, they seem to die inside almost like whatever knowledge that they possess. They're just like, nah, we're not going to use this power to save the world. We're going to keep things as they are. But why? That's another question. Out of some revelation. Yeah. Of why. Maybe humans can't exist outside of the walls and this is safer. And they know that. Don't know. 
but it comes down to Aaron becoming a total bitch and I feel like he needs to die and Historia which I was at first I was like bitch if you fucking take that Titan juice like what did you think she was gonna take it cause she was drinking the Kool-Aid for a while Kenny was like wow she was, she but really I, I didn't think she, I didn't think she was gonna take it cause I said I was like I don't think Aaron's gonna die yeah but I remember in the manga when I was reading it, I was like, is this bitch really drinking this Kool-Aid right now? <laughs> Just inject yourself with this Titan formula. You'll be fine. She had, she had a moment of a change, a change of heart. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the wind... F- fucked her father up. Yo, that fucking judo flip she did. And then whatever that song was that played when she did that was fucking amazing. It was, unlike the opening. <laughs> yeah, unlike the opening. Is that it? Yeah. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> it's so lame I don't even remember anymore. But I mean, what was it? I forgot what I was going to say now. Thank you. <laughs> that was, that was, that, those are the words and everything. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. That, that, the ending itself, though. My dude, man. Oh, oh, that's what I was going to say. When she does the judo flip, the song that plays that's badass, it reminds me of like a Japanese version of like, I'm a survivor. I'm not going to give up. Like, I, I don't even remember what the song is. So I can't even comment. Yeah, it's a weird mental note for me to have. But that's what I was like. Like, yeah, maybe I, I wanted to hear that because I think that's what you wanted. Yeah, I think <laughs> that's what you wanted to hear. She had an independent girl moment. All know. the women who independent throw, throw your, your head father over your shoulder. <laughs> nice. <laughs> And then she frees Aaron, and then I, I guess I, I don't know what the point of it being in a syringe. In a syringe, was. if you could just lick it you off lick, the ground, right? It's yeah. not like lick a lot of it. It's no, like he just, you just like, touch it with your yeah. tongue. I'm like, why put it in a syringe then? But then his transformation looked a little weird. Like it looked incomplete. Yeah, it looked incomplete. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe, but it, just, it ends with him becoming a giant skeleton titan, and it cuts. But um, I, mean, I like this episode. I feel like the next episode is probably going to be the climax of this arc. Uh-huh. Uh, how you feel about it? Uh, I would give it a more than passable. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Because I kind of lost Historia's like motivation somewhere in there. Like her, I remember at the end she was like, "I hate humanity." I'm gonna. I'm the baddest yeah, I'm human the baddest. alive. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't get, get it. it. <laughs> All right, girl power. <laughs> girl power. I'm like, what does this mean? Maybe she's just sick of the bullshit. You, That's like her being sick. If you hate humanity, aren't you gonna go become a serial killer? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I was confused by that. I was very confused, but I, was, I don't get it. And, mm-hmm. I, and now, then this whole like Ackerman and uh, what's the other one? Ackermans and the Orientals. Wasn't it another name? No, <laughs> they were well, called yeah, the but all that I think was I, I don't know. I just thought I thought the, I think that whole thing was weird too. That people oh, suddenly have superpowers. We're the only family that conveniently couldn't be Controlled. brainwashed, and uh, that's it. I don't. Understand. And Mikasa Mikasa happens to be from both. I don't know. It's just stupid. And the fact they call not, it the it's pow- not stu- it's not stupid, but it's just like I need more information. But the fact that they call it the power of the titans. Like, well, the Titans have powers. The Titans gave them that power? I don't get it. It's like all for one. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I guess I'll be revealed in time, but I'm still confused. But yeah, I'm with you. Apparently, like, we're not We're not smart enough. We're not no. like Bakugo. <laughs> he would have figured this shit out already. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I'll give it more impassable. Not quite perfect. Well, mm. there you go. <laughs> 
Um, let's get in. Let's talk about our favorite Netflix hero. Uh, all right. You ready to be Iron Fisted, Michael? Uh, yeah, I am. All right. <laughs> let's get into Iron Fist season two. I didn't expect to see you here, brother. We have family matters to discuss. You and Davos. You were trained together. I fought my brother. There is no changing what happened. Do you feel that you can just walk through this world as if it belongs to you? The Iron Fist is not a weapon to be held, it is to be used. Now you'll give me what's mine, brother. You will suffer. The Iron Fist, that was one of it. We can stop him, but I need help. You're not alone. But you can't save everyone. I can't just sit here and do nothing. I have become the thing you never had the strength to be. History doesn't decide what happens next. We do. do this more often dinner out a movie date night mm-hmm. and these will be our first impressions really because like michael said before he only seen the first two episodes i've seen the first six and there are 10 in total this in this outing for iron fist which again i'm glad i'm glad they've like shortened the length of these episodes um but the story basically it takes place some odd undisclosed time after the defenders and or after Luke, his appearance in Luke Cage. But uh-huh. Danny Rand, now that the hand is gone, the triads and all the gangs in Chinatown, which apparently is a giant place in the Netflix world. There's <laughs> like three gangs just trying to get to Chinatown, really? Okay. Yeah. But now gangs are trying to fill that vacuum that the hand left. And it's up to Danny to stop him. And there's a reappearance of his old pal from Kung Long Davos, who was also in last season. For those that actually watched it, I doubt any of you did. <laughs> All ten of you out there that actually watched season uh, one of Davos, Iron Fist. Davos could get it. And here's the thing. I actually forgot. I want I want to feel his Iron Fist. Remember I was like, I thought Davos had long hair? Yeah. I was confusing uh, Bakudo and Davos as the same person. because you're racist. No, that's how fucking un- like forgettable season one was. The, the villains were so fucking lame that they I, I all, couldn't tell them apart. They alike. <laughs> what? Isn't Davos like Indian or something? I don't know. Okay, well, his mom is Indian, so I'm assuming he's Indian. I probably haven't gotten that far yet, though. Have you? I was like, his mom. How the fuck do you know what his mother looks like? Yeah, she's in this. Look, I got my issues. We'll get into some the details in a second, but I got my issues with Davos, especially his his stature. I'm sorry, I'm a sizist, but he is mad fucking short, trying to be intimidating, and it does not fucking. It does not quake for me. Like it, is, it doesn't work. Like he is like literally nah, a shoulder. Say, you say that now, somebody's short. Somebody's shorter than you is gonna fuck you up. I mean, shout out to my my bro G from Conor Robin Studios. He's like five foot nothing, and he would whip my ass. That say, being I said, should, I probably should send him this recording. Oh right no, now. don't send him this. Like, or send him a text because I have his number. I'm like, yo, G. Guess what Jordan said about short people. But G's actually intimidating. Davos is not intimidating. So says you. Are you intimidated by Davos? As an audience member, I don't know about intimidate. I'm a exactly. Oh God, see, I can't even ask you. <laughs> you're like you're turned on by this. It's another, it's another word I would use oh my, my feelings towards Davos. 
I mean, it's because it's 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 his stature paired with what his motivations are. I want to see your peacock. Whoa. <laughs> Where he's like, I should have been the Iron Fist, and he's like literally a foot shorter than Danny Rand. He's looking down at him like, all right, bro, relax. It's like, no, I wanted to be the Iron Fist. <laughs> I don't know. That's my my gripe with Davos, but we'll get into it. Um, but it, so far, the majority of the season seems to be. Davos has plans for for Danny Rand and the Iron Fist, and though Danny thinks he was a friend, he's actually become a foe. So, the and they haven't really tied in with the gang member plot completely yet, but those are like the main points in the the plot this season. Um, you want to talk non spoilers first? Sure. All right. So, what are your thoughts on Iron Fist season two? Because this is all I've done. <laughs> I've been playing Spider Man. I've been watching Iron you Fist. You haven't? No, I haven't. I'm so shocked. I don't know why you would you wouldn't do such a thing. I would jump over this table <laughs> and make you Uncle Ben. <laughs> um, I don't even know what to say about Iron. I'm like, I watched the first two episodes, and I didn't hate it. I didn't. Do, I didn't. I, but I'm Chris like, Uncanny Comic Comic Quest seems to love it. I saw the comment. I, I didn't respond because I didn't. I hadn't watched it yet uh, when y'all were having that conversation. So he was like, "Hey, yeah, did you guys see it yet?" Nope, I'm playing Spider Man, <laughs> just like most of the world is. <laughs> but yeah, but I'm just like, I watched the first two episodes. But I'm like, I don't, can't, I can't even tell you what happened. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> but I will say though, Danny Rand is I, he's because I, I used to say during season season one, I would call him Danny Bland. Oh, okay, interesting. I don't necessarily feel that way. Really? This season. I am only Not- interjecting right now because that was actually one of my notes. Like I, I think the the action's gotten better and the plot's better. They're doing a better job of keeping us out of um corporate office building settings. A very good job of that, because that fucking sucks season one. Yeah, that's first ugh. But compared to like maybe compared to season one, he's a little better. But compared to how he was in Luke Cage, he's he seems like he's reverted back to Danny Bland to me. Like, and I know it's different writers, so it's definitely where it's coming from. But, like, I liked his, like, more chill, lax vibe in Luke Cage, where he was a little bit more comedic. He's not really that in his own show. He's more just, No, like he's the, not. He's not comedic, but he's, he's not. He's more monotone, more peaceful. I like that he's peaceful. He's not, he's not impetulant like he was in the first season, but he's not charming is the word, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, in, yeah. se- in Luke Cage, he was charming. Like... <laughs> If I didn't see season one of Iron Fist and I just watched Luke Cage season two, I'd be like, yo, I would want to watch his show. You know what I mean? He gave up that vibe. Yeah, he doesn't have the same amount of charm that he did in Luke Cage, but just comparing Iron Fist to Iron Fist, season one to season two, I don't hate him as much in season two than I did in season one. Like in season one, there was, even even just in the beginning, there was like nothing about his performance and his mm-hmm. portrayal or the dialogue, anything that endeared me to the character. I, I would say in this season, I'm a little bit more invested in, in, in Finn Jones as Danny Rand. Agreed. And like I said, he's not, he's not Danny Bland. He's not as, he's not as charming and charismatic, but I think maybe that might just be on the strength of his chemistry with uh, Mike Coulter. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Or, or it could be the writing. I think it was the writing and direction. Cause he seems like he had more energy. It's funny he's all about chi, but I feel like he had he had more energy in Luke Cage. He had more chi in his uh, Luke Cage. Yeah, they I feel like they dial him back in Iron Fist to be like Zen, and it's not a bad thing. But I feel like in season two he's been better because in, at least he's Zen without 
the the like I said the impetuous anger he had in season one and the the sense of like privilege he had in season one where he was very he was very whiny. There was a lot of times he was, he was whining, whining about yeah like like no no this is how it's supposed to be I'm the Iron Fist and like no this is my company I don't understand like you know what I mean yeah. but it's also because of the plot so it's it. Fuck that plot. Yeah, fuck that plot in its ass. That shit sucked, man. And then I was, and, and I'm glad with these uh, first two episodes, like, it seems like you're actually in New York. Like, the production value seems to have gone up mm-hmm. in this season as opposed to season one. Like, season one, like, the first couple episodes were just in the office building. And I'm just like, can we move? Can we move on? There like so many office scenes. The very first, like one of the first scenes is like he's going to the office, and then it's like you're in this office building, like the whole fucking episode. Yeah. Then the next episode, they're in the office building, the whole fucking episode, and Most then he goes outside like maybe one time, and then back to the office building. <laughs> the next scene, I'm just like, could we, could we do something? So at least they're 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 showing more of New York. Grant is all like one location, but still, mm. it feels more lived in. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Um. I've only seen two episodes, but I really like, and I'm curious to what they do with her, but the uh, the the character that they introduced, which I know is Typhoid Mary. Oh, she is a comic book character. Yeah. I was one. Does she have DID in the? In she does. She does in the comics. Yeah, she okay. does. That so I'm curious. To, I'm curious to where they go with her on Iron Fist because I know she's more of a daredevil villain. Mm. She's not. She's not associated with Iron Fist. So I'm interesting. Curious to see what they do, but uh, the actress and stuff like that. The, just based on two episodes, I like her. I like the character. Wow, we have a completely different take on that character. I hate her. Uh, like, well. I mean, I don't. All right, I don't hate her, but I feel like she's being. She's. I guess because she's a comic book character, but I feel like she's being overused. She's. She's in the season a lot. Like six. Six episodes in, she's like a main character, and I'm like, I feel like she'd been better off as like a one-off assassin type character. But she's like. Well, I guess they might be setting her up because, like I said, she's more of a daredevil. daredevil. Yeah, that might make sense. But I don't. I I don't know. I don't have your viewpoint because I've only seen two episodes. I don't know. Mm. But I feel like she chews scenery. Like she just comes off corny. Like she doesn't come off intimidating. She comes off corny to me. To me. It's because you're trash. I, I like her, but and <laughs> she also, tries too hard. <laughs> and then also with that, I like characters. Like 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 did to me is fascinating. I agree the concept is fascinating, but I feel like when she goes into her evil state, she's got a like, bad case of try hard. Like she's, she seems like she's trying to be intimidated. And I haven't really seen, like, as far as I know, like the first two episodes, she hasn't really gone full on evil. She's just like, she'll space out, but you have, I haven't really seen the other personality yet. Oh, oh okay. So maybe, maybe when you see her, you have I think the that same might feelings. Be, I think there was one moment where she came out where she put a, she put on her ponytail, but she just left when she, uh, when, when Danny and, uh, and her, uh, she met Colleen, but then it was just moments she just left the building, and then that was all you really saw. Oh, okay, so you haven't got to the point with the full conversation yet. No. Okay, so when you get there, I think you're you're at the point where I still was like, oh, interesting, but then when she starts getting into long conversations, I'm just like, me. <laughs> yeah, I, haven't, I, haven't I don't like part. you anymore. <laughs> I haven't gotten to that part yet, and, okay. and and I do like the fact that he has, as far as I know, he has no issues summoning the Iron Fist hmm. from, from the first two episodes. Hmm. Oh, I guess based on that. That, that, that changes <laughs> but there hasn't been any moment in the first two episodes where he's like shaking his fist like no. I can't do it no there's not there's not none of that thank god that was like the word it was like a meme like that in itself was a meme like a shake weight like he's over here trying to shake his fist to start glowing come on uh, fucking terrible but yeah I'm, I'm uh, first two episodes I'm way more curious to see how this season goes than 
the first two, I would say comparing the first two episodes, of season one, first two episodes, of season two, I'm way more invested than, than, than I was with the first season. But that, I, I feel like that's not even saying that much. Cause it sounds it's like a low bar. I'm, I, I was going to say, it sounds like I like it a lot, but I'm like, that's not that high of a bar. I'm with you. I, I did purpose that in my recent Instagram post too. I was like, I like it more since season one, but that's a very low bar. Yeah. <laughs> so and, it's but, like, but, but, if it didn't pass that bar, it's like, Yo, it doesn't even be canceled immediately. <laughs> but yeah, but with that, the fight choreography is leaps and bounds beyond. Yes, I'm, I'm gonna get into that. So, which but reading? it's not, but it's not like into the Badlands level, and that's kind no. of that's what I want. That's what I want to get into. Wait, so what's your rating? For right now, I would give it a uh, high. And and this is on a, this is on a skew. This is on a bar like a skew. Keep in mind, it's first impression, so it can change. So this I would is... give it. I would keep it at a high passable. Maybe. High passable. Yeah. Okay. And I want to just echo you real quick about the action choreography. It is much better. And again, I guess because I do stunts now to some extent. I'm not going to say I'm amazing or anything. I'm, I'm not. Trust me. I'm nothing. <laughs> I've seen guys that do real stunts. They're superhumans. But like, but now I can actually see what some of the changes are, that have been made to the action choreography and why it seems better. When they, I know they've given him more time. I knew that from behind the scenes. Like, remember how Finn Jones was to have like five minutes basically to prepare action choreography in like the last season? Yeah. But they also changed his style. In the first season, they tried to do a lot of like kung fu movements. And kung fu, and I know this from experience because there's a lot of guys I've met in the stunt world that say they know kung fu. And then it's like, oh, but you just know YouTube kung fu. It is really hard for somebody that doesn't know kung fu, like in actual like the forms and practice to actually mimic the movements. Like, and it's really easy to tell. And that's why, in translation, that's why in the first season, when Danny Rand would have, like, fight scenes, they seem really slow. It's because he's trying to do, like, the flowy-type movements of a kung fu master, which, theoretically, everyone thinks kung fu is, like, the best martial art ever in, in, you know, Hollywood. So it's, like, a thing where you can, like, you know, maneuver a person's own strength against them and have more finesse. But in this season, they just was like, you know what? That's too hard. Fuck it. Let's just have him do basic karate stunt choreo. So it's basically it's basic fight scenes. He's not performing a crazy martial art. If you notice, you know, have you noticed that at all? No, I just noticed. Like it's it just it's I just, just notice it looks better. Yeah, it's just martial arts, but it's no like actual like Shaolin style. He's incorporating into his like actual movements. So that right there makes it easier to choreograph and makes the movements seem sharper and faster. So like just the choreo looks better. Um, but that being said, Avatar Aang is still kick his ass. <laughs> Stephen Amell and Arrow would still kick his ass. I was just I was just talking to Chris about this. I'm like, yeah, the action choreography is better, but again, that bar needs to be so high because Iron Fist is the greatest martial artist in the Marvel universe, mm. arguably. Arguably, but still, like with Shang Chi. For the sake of this argument, this is the only Marvel show specifically about martial arts. You mentioned Into the that, Badlands. Yeah, that's why I was like, it's not Into the Badlands level. It that's what it be. should be. Yes, it yeah. needs to be. And the fact that it's not, it's still like, yeah, you're better than season one, but that bar was so low, bro. Like, you're not going to get brownie points for just being adequate. Like, that's what it is. It's adequate. I've seen better uh, so far in episodes, and I could be wrong. It could be a, episode seven, eight, nine, or ten, an amazing action set piece. But so far in six episodes in, I haven't seen anything better than some of the best Arrow stunts, stunts set pieces. Arrow. Let that sink in. <laughs> Arrow on the CW. Well, Stephen Amell is hot. What's that have to do with fighting? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and it's about how the stunt choreography is structured. Remember that? Remember that awesome um, car scene in Arrow, Arrow last season? Yeah, with Diggle. With Diggle? Yeah. yeah, 
that was epic. Nothing like that level in uh, I don't see Green Arrow <laughs> in Iron Fist yet. And yes, he does use his Iron Fist more. It is more natural to him now. He's even made a point to be like, through practice comes mastery, and he he actually practices it. But I'm not gonna say what. But he does not use his Iron Fist after a certain point in the season, and points off because you're called fucking Iron Fist. Don't make the 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 whole moniker of the show it is costs Iron too, Fist. It costs too much. It's called Iron Fist. <laughs> and in season one, you barely gave me Iron Fist. Season two, you start off better. He uses it more. He wants to practice with practice with it to get even better at it. But then you take it away. So it's like, what? Oh, is that because Davos stole it? I, saw, I mean, it's in the trailer. It's in the trailer. So light spoilers. But yes, Davos has an Iron Fist now. Um, and that's his entire plot. For the first half of Iron Fist. Yeah, because I mean, I'm, the first two episodes, he's talking about getting, I'm pretty sure. Getting, getting my birthright the, back. Yeah, getting all this stuff and getting uh, these rare artifacts and shit like that. I'm pretty sure it was to steal, steal the chi power yeah, or whatever. Yeah, uh, I hope someone out there is not like, spoilers! No, this, this I mean, very... like I said, it's, it was in the trailer, so. What I would say spoilers about that, though, is I thought, even if, and again, I'm only six episodes in, he probably, he'll probably get it back somehow. But the fact that of course he's gonna get it back. Well, yeah, but we're this deep in the in the season, and you're missing the opportunity for t- an Iron Fist battle. Like, if you want to see that to the end, I guess. But like, do yeah, it the probably. whole season. Iron Fist versus Iron Fist. Do it the whole season. You don't have to. Oh, uh, I lose my Iron Fist, and now you have an Iron Fist. Like, I don't want to see one person have an Iron Fist. I want to see two Iron Fists. I want to see cost, four Iron it, Fists. It, it costs too much. Not stupid. <laughs> It's Netflix. They That's all, bullshit. They don't spend money on their shows. That makes no unless sense. Unless it's Will Smith's bright. Exactly, <laughs> man. Because they need to, like, I don't know. It just seems like a giant missed opportunity. And, like, again, Davos himself isn't that intimidating to me as a villain. Joy, the fact that she's a villain too this season, which is uh, uh, Danny Rand's half, not really sister, the people that adopted him. Yeah. Same with uh, Ward. They bring back old characters. I was surprised that they can't. I was surprised. That they brought him back? Yeah. Me too. I'm like, why don't they let characters go when they don't work in a previous season? They, they just keep everybody. But I'm like, all right, well, you kept them. What are you going to do with them? Ward? I like him better than season one. They actually did some stuff with his character. They gave him some character development. He's become more more relatable, more humanized. I actually like him better. Good on you, Iron Fist, for that. But Joy's character? What? I don't... You didn't watch Jessica Jones, but they just can't write female characters. Her motivation makes no fucking sense. Well, I wouldn't say all that. I like Misty Knight. And That's I like true. Colleen Wing. Maybe I mean very specifically. Wait, am I talking about Jessica Jones? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Old white female characters. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, I'm like, I like Jessica. She's not old. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess there's a limit on what you call old. I'll throw Sigourney Weaver in there. But like her motivation makes no sense. She's ups- she's so upset with Danny. Because they didn't... she ain't that old. <laughs> all right, all right. You're I'm right. like Joy. She's not pro- that much I'm older. like the actress, probably like in her 30s, mid mid 30s. All right, so throw what I said about the character, <laughs> white females. Whatever. Point is, she's not well written character. She's upset with Danny to the point where she's willing to to conspire with his arch nemesis slash ex friend, who essentially wants to almost kill him, just because they didn't tell him tell her that her abusive father was still alive from last yeah the season. motivation for that is weak it makes no fucking sense even two episodes in i'm like this is weak and then they get to points where ward talks to her about it like they have conversations about it later and he 
very reasonably says everything you might feel, but like that is not enough to justify what you're doing. And she has no answer. They do that thing where it's like they'll just change topics. Like the, the, the worst CW writing where like rather than give a definitive answer, like, all right, giant plot hole, answer that. They'll just switch topics. Like, no, no, you can't do that. Like, you know, we're fr- talking about the plot hole. <laughs> and it's like, that's just bad writing. Like, when you don't have a real reason beyond just being emotional, come on. And these are your two major villains, Joy and Davos. Neither of them are intimidating. One has a terrible reason for even being a villain. The other one, at first I didn't like Davos, but... He's a, he's a villain because Danny, him and Danny were fucking, and then he left. Oh he left. God. Danny, <laughs> Danny left Kung Lun. No. So all that talk about in season one no. where Danny was like he was a virgin. No. And so Misty Knight was the first person he had sex. That's a lie. Davos was the first person. That's why Davos was so upset in season one. You you left me. You left me, bro. I was the only. I was your That's brother. So weird. And he's really upset about that season. Not, you remind me of that. I forgot season one. His motivations completely switched. Like, he was all about, like, oh, you left me, brother. But now he's, like, more mad that he even got the power in the first place. You know what I mean? He wasn't ever really upset that he left. There was a little bit of both in season one. Mm, but this is almost 100%. He, kind of said, he, he, was, he said he was you abandoned. in season one, you didn't, you didn't deserve the fist. And you, you abandoned your duty as Kung, you know, the protector of okay, Kung Okay, so Lung. he just ended up to 11? Yeah. All right. I don't really remember season one that well, obviously. But um, I remember most. I remember the end. You remember Davos, apparently. I do, I remember Davos. <laughs> Everything with Davos. The most important part of the show. Fucking Davos fanboy. <laughs> but no, they do a thing where at first I was like, "Oh my god, you're so short and you're so whiny. You're a terrible villain." But they actually do a thing where they make me feel for Davos, and I was really surprised they're able to do that. And I'm they, like, they maybe made, they made me do that too. Okay, episode, all right. <laughs> episode two, where that that uh, Asian lady opened up his shirt. You saw that chest. I was like, Whoa! I'm feeling for you, baby. <laughs> so I give it a high passable. <laughs> I give it a perfect vision for that chest. Okay. <laughs> and if you want to skip ahead. I'm like, I'm what gonna... kind of push-ups he doing? I need to do that. Do you care about spoilers? I mean, I'm going to end up watching it anyway. So, All no. right. so I'm just gonna, for those that care about spoilers, I don't want to be spoiled by anything in Iron Fist. Uh, jump to the next part in the time stamps. Check out the iTunes description for that. Um, I just want to real quick just talk about his motivation or the scene that made me like him as a villain. There's a scene later on where you find out a lot of his hate comes from his mother was fucking abusive. Like she basically bred him to become the Iron Fist. And when he didn't, he, she more or less like abandoned his ass. and was just like, she, she literally says she would rather be Baron than give birth to a loser. They haven't shown a dragon yet. Trash. But they do show more Kunlun. Which I think is good. I mean, I saw it in the second episode. There are flashbacks. Yeah, the flashback. But there's flashbacks they have in the season so far that should have been in the first season. Like, this almost feels like the first season to a show. Like, you shouldn't even have that last season. Yeah, like, season one, they barely showed. They didn't show Kung Lung Harley at all. At all. There's, like, one scene of him. Like, one quick flashback of him sitting on the edge of, like, a cliff meditating or something. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. That's all we can afford. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> But in this, there's actually, they show the the battle between Davos and, and uh, Danny for the Iron Fist to fight, or for the honor to fight the dragon to get the Iron Fist. And it's a cool fight. I mean, he Danny uses strategy over pure skill and strength to beat Davos. So you actually do kind of feel for Davos when he feels like, like he actually won the fight. Because there's an argument to be made that he did. 
uh, he he actually there's a thing where you had the yield. Did you see this episode? I did. It's, yeah, that so was the second episode. Yeah, so they had the yield, and you know, Danny took a beating for like six hours. It's like yield, never yield, never, and then just enough, long enough for him to be able to use the sun to get in Davos's eye to beat him in the fight, and then. Davos never yields. Yeah, Davos never yield either. But, but then the, the guy stopped the fight. Yeah, the main guy stops the fight. And like, why did you stop the fight when Danny was on the ground? Because racism. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? He got a lucky punch in. Nope, he won. You lost. Sorry. It's like, what? <laughs> so there's an argument to be made. Like you feel for his loss, and then the fact that he's completely shunned by his mother for that. Like she never even say that. Like she never even tells him that she loves him, and the fact that she's like, "I would rather be oh, barren." It's like his you. story all over again, <laughs> a little bit. But then there's a point, and this is what got me when Davos is going to leave Kunlun to go find Danny, and he goes to his mother's door, and it's like a shot where it's like you see between the the hallway that he's talking in, and you can see inside her room, and you can hear her listening to Davos talk through the doorway, and he's basically just being like. Like, look, I, I know I've brought this honor to my fa- our family, and I know you hate me, but I'm going to bring you, I'm going to make you proud. I'm going to go there. I'm going to find Danny. I'm going to, you know, defeat the hand. I'm going to change everything. I'm going to save, save all of Kunlun, and, you're, and then you're going to love me. And I think the way he phrases it is like, and then he whispers, and then you'll say the thing that you're never, you were never able to actually tell me, which is, I love you. And then you, over the course of the conversation, and it's a one-sided, she doesn't say anything. So it's him just talking to a wall and he's, he's begging her to say something because he might never see her again. And spoilers, he doesn't because everyone in killed, mm-hmm. including her. And like, as he's talking, you see she's warming up to like, like she's, you can see that like she's like a cold, ruthless type of person, like, like a single-minded, A-type personality type of mother. But then you could tell when he's, she's not being seen by him directly that she does have feelings for him. It's complicated. It's not just like, she's like, just stonewalls him. She does feel for her son, but she doesn't know how to communicate that. So like she gets closer and closer to the wall or the door as he's talking and he's begging her to say something back. And then he, she doesn't. And he just, he ends up walking away and you can see she was trying, she was literally about to say something and, but he then he goes. And I don't know. It was, to me, that was heart. It was a heartbreaking scene. I'm like, they nailed it. And Davos, like, if, you know, fuck him not being tall. I'm like, if you got the part because you did a monologue for the scene or you did some emotional scene in an audition, I can see why you got the part because that fucking got me. I was like, okay, Davos. That being said, fuck the fact that he has an iron fist and fuck the fact that there's not an iron fist versus iron fist battle. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, so basically, Jordan's a heightist. A heightist? Yes. What is that? Because you keep talking about he's, oh, he's so short. Not oh, heightist. Yeah, heightist. <laughs> yes, I am. My villains need to be tall and intimidating. He's very short and very whiny. And he's a mama's boy, okay? Trash. <laughs> Peter Dinklage could be intimidating. What? <laughs> he's intimidating. When? <laughs> All the time. No. Unless he's on a dragon. I don't think Tyrion's intimidating. But, um... Anything else in the season I want to talk about? Eh, not really. Joy sucks. Fucking Davos actually becomes better. But I, I don't know where this season's going to go. Oh, that's what I want to talk about. I saw an image on Google, and I posted about it on my Instagram. Did you see it? Are you talking about the, the Iron Fist guns or whatever? He's got two Iron Fist guns. And yes. Is that actually from the show? That is from, that's from the show, yes. Apparently, I've been, it's been confirmed from my followers that it is from the show. But also confirmed from my followers that, that it is actually comic accurate. 
that the, the, yeah. the Danny uh, the the he predecessor to Danny Rand he can transfer his chi. The Iron Fist can't transfer their chi to weapons and stuff like. So basically, the Iron Fist can be like Gambit, more or less. Yes, exactly. Which I think that. is stupid. Here's the thing. Something can be comic, comic accurate, accurate or not. Yes. Something can be comic accurate but and stupid. still be stupid. <laughs> yes. And this is an instance where comic accurate is still dumb. <laughs> because I'm sorry, the image of Iron Fist holding guns, like maybe if it was a sword, maybe it was a nunchucks, if it was some kind of weapon like that. All right. I'll, let you, I'll I'll give it a pass. Even then, I still feel like. But, but then at least it's like. Because like I said, I'm like, it's Gambit all over again. But it's still close combat. It's still martial arts. But when you put guns in somebody's hands. Like, it looks as wrong as, like, Batman holding guns. Like, guns are the antithesis of hand-to-hand combat. So, I'm like, that's... And again, I didn't get any Iron Fisting in Season 1. You barely gave me some good Iron Fisting in Season 2. You take it away, and then at the end of the season, you're gonna give me two Iron Fists. Hooray. But you're gonna put guns in his hands? Like, just give me two Iron Fists! <laughs> like, why are they giving us everything but him just whooping ass with two Iron Fists? That's all I want to see. Iron Fist on Iron Fist action. Two Iron Fists with two Iron Fists each. Iron Fisting it up. That's all I want. So basically you want to be fisted. I want I want to be fisted with four fists. <laughs> I want four-way fisting. Guys, you heard it here. <laughs> Jordan wants to be fisted. Four ways. Fists everywhere. I'm just saying, like, it, it, it boggles my mind. When, it's one thing when a, when a studio or a show or a movie or whatever gets something wrong, but it's another thing when it gets it wrong so consistently to the point where it gives you everything but the one thing you wanted. It's like, what? why are you going around that one thing? That's like, have, that's like doing Doctor Strange with no magic. Yeah. It, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's like making Batman too dark in BVS and then way too light in Justice League. And it's like, no, media, middle. There's a middle. <laughs> There's a middle ground. It's like, nah, I was going to go around that. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. He has two guns. He's he's Lara Croft now. And then when he shoots iron fist bullets, like, does the bullet have the impact of a fist? Like, what the fuck? Like, what does it mean? They're stronger. Stronger bullets? Yeah, they're stronger bullets. Which... Okay. So can you shoot Luke Cage now and kill him? Probably he has, he has the Judas bullets. I saw somebody make a, fu- a fucked up joke. It was like this is what Iron Fist when he comes out of Harlem or something. Like, it's racist. I'm like really. <sighs> but speaking of Missy Knight, just before we get off topic, I did like uh, her chemistry with Colleen. A little bit of a tease of Dars of Dragon this season so far, I think. Because they do do some detective stuff later in the season. So I'm I'm reading something because I'm trying to see if I can find it, but apparently. Uh, Iron Fist also has the ability of dimensional travel. Under like cer- Iron, like uh, like Doctor Strange. Under certain circumstances, his chi can be focused to create nexus points between dimensions. Okay, we're just gonna do the thing where it's like just, his chi can do everything. Yeah, you're throwing the word chi, you can do anything. <laughs> what was was that a joke just like that recently or something? Oh, quantum. <laughs> you're throwing the word quantum, yeah, quantum and everything. And everything. <laughs> I feel like you made that last one up. Yeah. So. I thought you were gonna say something cool like he can punch through dimensions or some shit. Like that'd be cool. He can he can he can also use his powers temporarily to fuse his consciousness with another person, what? resulting in a sharing of knowledge, emotions, and memories. What? Okay. After obtaining the book of the Iron Fist from Orson Randall, Rand has learned how to create various illusions and make his foes see what he wants them to see. 
Okay. So yeah, the chi can do everything. <laughs> what can't she <she-do>? do? <laughs> he also can detect energy signatures. My chi is detecting energy. He has the ability to sense, read, emo- and read emotions, feelings, and intentions of people and animals, and can broadcast his own feelings in order to influence <laughs> other people and animals' emotions. What? Yes. I have never, I mean, again, I don't read fucking Iron Fist comics, but I, I, I've never read an Avengers comic seen Iron Fist be like, and now you're happy, and then like some energy comes out and hits some of them, and like, oh, now I'm happy. And he's also he also has immunity to magic. Okay. Because the Chi can do everything. <laughs> he has immunity to magic. So Iron Fist could beat the shit out of Doctor Strange? Apparently. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Comics are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, this was the funny part about People are like, oh, the comic books. It was like, Just, comics are dumb. You say that on a comic book podcast. <laughs> hey, guys. We all know. We're losing all our fans at this point. <laughs> comics are ridiculous. <laughs> and you know what the problem is? It's Welcome just to Blur Vision, guys, where everything's based on lies. We don't read comics. <laughs> we don't watch comic book news. We don't like any of this shit. We're all <laughs> <we're> posers. <laughs> We've been playing the long game. We got gotcha. you. <laughs> no, but the problem is, like, comics go on forever. So you have to add to shit. You have to do everything, basically. And by continuously keeping the same continuity, shit like that happens, where a person just gets all the powers. It's like Superman. He has so many powers. It's because he just keeps going. <laughs> Got to keep adding somehow, right? So I'm not saying anything. This is all you're all just killing. You're killing our fandom, Jordan. You're killing everybody. Am I wrong though? Everybody's gonna be like, "What is this podcast?" Wow. <laughs> or Batman. Remember when Batman was just the guy, and then he became Bat God over time because you could only write so many Batman stories where I mean, he Batman, gets out. Batman could do everything. Yeah, now he can because he's done everything. <laughs> yeah. He can defeat the whole Justice League. You know, yeah. some of them got super speed. I mean, they have super everything. <laughs> super should be able to blink at Batman and kill him instantly, but no, he can he can he can outmaneuver blinking. Yeah, I knew that you would blink that he's way so, because so, I thought he's about so it. fast he can outmaneuver the Omega beams. And if he doesn't, whatever, it throws you through time, bro. Yeah, it just sends you through time. It doesn't kill you. <laughs> doesn't make even sense. It's supposed to. <laughs> Nothing makes sense in comics anyway. <laughs> All right, you anything else to add about Iron Fist season two? Are we done being fisted? Nah, yeah, I'm done being fisted. For All right, now. no more. We'll 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 continue this fistation need, next I need, week. I need a rest from being fisted. All right, but next week we gotta finish it off. <laughs> <laughs> Sex. <laughs> hey, you said finish off. Buckle. <laughs> 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 Um, but yeah, so let's get into, uh, well, we can get into multiple things. I can talk about Adventure Time. You can talk about Spider-Man. You know about Spider-Man? Uh. Gaming in color. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that is. Well, we don't have a, a, a bumper for gaming in color, so... Okay. Does whatever a spider can. Spins a web any size. Catches thieves just like flies. Whip-pow! Oh, God. Here comes the Spider-Man. The game that you haven't played. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is over. <laughs> done with you. So, yeah. Spider-Man PS4 by Insomniac Games, who also made Ratchet & Clank, which I really Ooh. like the Ratchet & Clank games. Me too. You play Ratchet and Clank? 
The PS3 one. Oh. Or uh, ones. I played two Ooh, of them. Jordan is hip, guys. He has a PS3. Ooh. Oh, I had a PS3. <laughs> well, he's not hip anymore. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I, I think this is probably the first, like, legit Marvel game from PlayStation 4. Because, like, all the other ones were, like, Lego Marvel games. You're saying Lego Marvel games aren't real Marvel games? No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Lego Marvel. I mean, some of them are fun, but I'm just like, all right, the novelty's wearing off. Yeah, after five minutes, you play that whole game, basically. <laughs> yeah, basically. But, uh, so yeah, this game, and funny enough, I went back and looked and like Googled all the old Spider-Man games that I played, and I was just like, wow. Like, I remember when I played Spider-Man 2 and swinging through the city. Oh, my I used God. To think, I used to think this game looked beautiful. But then I'll go back and look at it. I go back and look Yo, at it now. It cuts your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> the, the jagged fucking resolution. Like, oh, my eyes are bleeding. I'm like, this looks terrible. Yeah. Imagination is a hell of a drug. It is. It's a hell of a drug. I will probably feel the same with like 10 years from now. I'll go back and look at this game, which the top notch graphics, and I'll be like, damn, this looks terrible. Now we got virtual reality. This shit looks terrible now. But. Yeah, with that said, I mean, this yeah, game... Let me live vicariously through you. <laughs> yeah, the game looks awesome. I've seen all the, the selfie screenshots online. Like, Yeah, with uh, swinging through the city. And there's no, there's no like weird frame rate issues where one moment, as you're swinging, a car that wasn't there suddenly pops in the frame. Like, oh, really? There's, 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 no not really, there's not really any of that. And uh, even like the load times... How detailed really, is the open world? Uh... It's pretty, pretty, pretty detailed. There's a lot of landmarks. And, and I will say this. <laughs> Playing this game did make me realize one thing that I didn't realize until Spider-Man PS4. So thank you, fucking Spider-Man. What? <laughs> it made me realize as many times as I've been in New York, I don't know shit about New York. <laughs> wow. How did, what? <laughs> because there's so many landmarks and not even just like Marvel, like, you know, fake world landmarks like the Sanctum Sanctorum, which you can swing by. And I took a selfie in front of the Sanctum Sanctorum. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, I did. Ooh, uh, Avengers Tower, too. Ooh. I went to Fisk, Fisk Tower, too. Yeah. <laughs> and the Wakanda Embassy, that's there, too. Yeah. You I watched get, six episodes you, of Iron Fist. You didn't, you didn't get to see that. Wakanda forever. <laughs> but yeah, but like a lot of landmarks like the Chrysler Building, Wall Street, uh, the fucking Mott Street, which is the the main street in Chinatown. Okay. Uh, Madison Square Park, like all these low, you know, main located the New York Public Library, like all these locations. I'm like, wow, it's like one to one with New York or something. Fuck, I haven't been to any of these fucking places. I don't know shit. Wow. I don't know shit. Yeah, we live there. <laughs> I don't live in New York, but still. I mean, we live right next to. Well, there. yeah, we live right next to. I'm like. Yeah, I, don't, I haven't been to any of these places. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, now you have in the virtual world. Yeah, in the, I have uh, Spider-Man. <laughs> so I made me, like, swinging through New York, maybe go, oh, I probably should go see some of these places. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't swing there, so... Yeah, no, it won't point? be as fun. Yeah. But yeah, it is. Uh, I, I won't necessarily say it's one-to-one -one in terms of, like, the street locations, but for the most part, it's pretty accurate in terms of, like, where they are. And on the map, like Central Park is where Central Park is. Hmm. And Central Park and Central Park looks nice. Swing swinging through the trees. How do you swing through Central Park without buildings? I just said swing through the tree. You're webbing against on oh, the trees. Oh, you're gonna go through the trees? Yeah. And it's so fun. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean continue, but shut up. <laughs> and so 
The thing I like most about this so fucking jelly. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing I like most about this game that's different from all the other Spider-Man games is for the most part in the other Spider-Man games, yeah, Spider-Man is Peter Parker, so you get some of that, but this game also focuses on the life of Peter Parker. Also, it's got a really good story mode. Yeah. So, all the other Spider-Man games, you have a story mode, but it's mostly just, you You're know, Spider-Man, it's Spider-Man stuff. Yeah. But in this one, it's like, oh, I got to go see Aunt May. We're supposed to have dinner. She calls him on the phone. Like, hey, I thought we were supposed to meet. And it's like, oh, shit, I forgot. And he, like, rushes to go visit Aunt May. And there's a whole segment of the part of the game, like, cutscene. Well, Aunt May and, and Peter Parker are like having dinner, or you got a, or uh, you get a phone call from Doctor Octopus, who's who he's not Doc Ock at this. Well, that's his name, but he's not Doctor Octopus at this point. Oh, in interesting. Game. He's just regular Otto Octavius. But there's a Sinister Six. That's interesting. Yeah, without Otto. Mm-hmm. So there's a moment where like you, uh, they're 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 basically he works for Otto. Okay. He he. So he left the Daily. He do, he left the Daily Bugle to go work for Otto. Okay. And so there's moments where you you you're interacting, so you got to hurry up and swing to the lab uh, building to uh to meet up with Otto Octavius, and you get out of your uniform and you're Peter Parker, or you meet Peter Parker, or you meet Aunt May at her job, or you meet Mary Jane for dinner. So it's like seeing that aspect of the game makes it seem like where the other Spider-Man games, it's just like you're in, you're 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 in the world of Spider-Man, but in this one, you're in the world of Peter Parker as Spider-Man. You have to deal with both. I know what you're talking, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I like that. I like that too. I like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. <laughs> and, ju- and 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 not even just that, but just but just seeing the world like ha- seeing that like intertwined where like Spider-Man's dealing with criminals, but Mary Jane happens to call him I mean not Mary Jane, Aunt May happens to call him on the phone while he's trying to take down a uh, you know a criminal gang organization. Yeah. And she's like, what's all that noise in the background? He's like, uh as he's punching guys and beating up well as I'm controlling guys, beating up people. He's like, uh I had purposely threw that in there. <laughs> I'm playing right now on my joystick <laughs> while you can't play, you're watching Boring Iron Fist. <laughs> But yeah, he's he like, gets what's two guns though? Yeah, she's like, what's all that noise in the background? He's like, uh, I'm watching a superhero movie. Oh wow! So like, getting that is is, is fun. And uh, how far are you in the story? How many hours you played? I've been playing for a bit, but I've been mostly doing all like a, a lot of the side stuff. Oh, okay. M- more so than the main mission, but being right a completionist, now, are you collecting all the well, bullshit? Yeah, I am because I want to get 100. percent It's funny. I'll show you a picture. But if you get 100 percent completion, you get a, a special skin. Where it's an homage to the comic it's you. book. <laughs> yeah, it's you. It's, just in it's fucking boxers. Yeah, it's Peter Parker and his boxers. It's Spider Man boxers. And so I want that skin. <laughs> He's like, I want to. I know that someone's been watching me. That's why they made this skin. Yeah, I, I tweeted about that. I was like, I think Insomniac been looking at my Instagram page. <laughs> but no, that's an homage to when he was, uh, when he had the uh, web undies. He lost his clothes or whatever. Well, then why aren't they web undies? I don't know. I guess they probably that that was probably too much. <laughs> just too much. Yeah. What? <laughs> so they just put them in regular undies. I remember that in the comic. Because that happens. That that kind of show. They show that in the beginning of the game. Like in the beginning of the game, he's getting dressed. So you see him in those Spider-Man undies. Oh, okay. As he's putting on the Spider-Man clothes. So that's a that's a skin. The final skin. If you get a hundred percent completion. Okay. And with that skin, it like comes with special perks, where it's like a one one punch takes out villains. Mm. Uh, but also with that. It's just it's vice versa. You get one, you get one punch. You can get one punched out. One punch, one punch. So it makes it harder. And funny enough, I'm playing the game on spectacular, which is the hardest, 
the hardest uh, setting. Is it hard? So I'm dying a lot. Oh. <laughs> but it's but it's fun. It makes it funner to me. Oh, okay. So I like that. Dying a lot is more like Spider-Man to you. <laughs> it is. You gotta you gotta hit you gotta hit that dodge button to get against the uh, guns. You gotta be accurate. Okay. Those, those bullets to take you out. I'll be like, fuck, man. <laughs> I never seen people get shot by guns. <laughs> but yeah, because you didn't hit that circle button quick enough. All right, so we'll... but but yeah, it's definitely it's definitely fun. It's definitely action. Fighting packed. mechanics like Arkham. Fighting mechanics are definitely yeah. They're like they like Arkham. Okay. But better. Remember, I remember you saying that you felt like this is the way that Spider-Man should fight, not Batman. Yeah. So does it feel better as Spider-Man than as Batman? It feel it it feels better, but I think Arkham plays a little bit better. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, but it's but it's not necessarily in a bad way. I th- I I, I kind of think part of it is because Spider-Man is so bombastic with his movements. Sometimes you can't really s- see what's going on. Mm. So it's like certain parts. I'm like, I gotta move the camera around. So I think that's a, that's also part of the the camera angles. Mm. More so, I think the camera angles are, in Arkham are a little bit better than the camera angles in in uh, Spider Man. Because there are moments where like maybe I'm fighting in Central Park, so like I'm behind bushes and shit. So I'm like, I can't fucking see. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. So I gotta shift the camera. Okay. I never really had that issue in, in Batman. I could always see what's happening. Mm. Okay, that's interesting. So so in terms that, of story though, like. Is Mary Jane, does she know you're Spider-Man or no? Mary Jane knows I'm Spider-Man. Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Have you met Miles Morales yet? I haven't met Miles Morales yet, but I have met Jefferson Davis. Ooh, Prowler. Wait, as the no, Prowler? No, not, that's not the Prowler. Wait, Jefferson who? Davis is uh, his father. Aaron, oh, Aaron Davis is the Prowler. Oh, my bad. You don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the worst Spider-Man fan. <laughs> that's why I don't have the game. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, and in this season, he's not a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. He's a cop. Okay. So oh, so like just like the movie. Yeah. So there's a moment where they team up, and uh, he he throws. He's like, "You remind me just like you, you just like my son with all the science stuff." <laughs> I'm like, uh, "I know who that is." <laughs> <laughs> I'll get to him eventually, but yeah, right now I'm swinging through the city solving these black cat quests. Oh. She's like, she calls him on the phone like. Hey, Spider. I'm like, I know who that is. Spider. She's the only one that calls him that. She's like, I missed you. Come it's my side chick. Yeah, she's like, she's like uh, I'll give you this address. Come find me. So then there's like little black cat uh, insignias throughout the map. And like she leaves these like little uh, cat dolls or whatever throughout the map. And she's like, if you solve this puzzle or whatever. Wait, so maybe, is she the real maybe, maybe if you get to me in time. Not really. Because it's not really puzzles that I got to solve. It's oh. like she leaves... She leaves cameras or certain vantage points on roofs. Okay. And then you got to like use the camera to find the little cat doll that she leaves. And then she's like, That's if you weird. find if you find me in time, maybe I'll give up a life of crime or whatever. I don't know. I, I haven't solved I haven't solved I haven't solved the mission yet, so I don't really know what exactly it entails. Okay. All I'm doing is finding the pussy. <laughs> What are, Finding what are, the pussy to find the pussy. What is the ethical dilemma of having a side chick as a superhero? Like, is that is that loud? <laughs> well, right now it's not. I mean, she technically, wouldn't be a side chick. Is him and Mary Jane are broken up? Oh, they're broken up in this. Yeah, they broke up six. They broke up six months ago. Of course, I don't know why. I'll even and, say why. And so, when you meet Mary Jane, this is conveniently because you know video games. This is the first time they've seen each other, or spoken to each other in six months. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I like this story. And, this and, story and, sounds cool. And with this, Mary Jane is a reporter at the Daily Bugle now. Interesting. Yeah. Not a model or nothing. Not She's a, model. a working girl. She, yeah, she left. Okay. All right. I like this. I like this story. Have you met the Sinister Six yet? I haven't met the Sinister Six yet. 
So what's the story mainly? I I like, I, like, I, I have fought, I have fought the shocker. The story the st- okay the story starts where uh, they finally arrested Kingpin mm. and they're ready to take him to the raft. Okay, but you know it's the Kingpin. He's not gonna go down quietly. So all his all his goons and stuff like that are basically trying to break him out. And so uh, Spider Man has a cop friend named Yuri. Okay, and she calls him. Basically, like, hey, we need your help because the kingpin is like trying to break out, and all his goons are, you know, taking over or whatever. So we need you to ensure that this whole thing goes smoothly. All right. And we get him, we get the kingpin uh, locked up, and so that's the first major battle. Like, hey, finally the kingpin is arrested, and you know, you fight him, blah blah blah, and you take him out, and it's like finally after all these years, the kingpin is the kingpin is locked up, and. Uh, kind of like where Iron Fist, it's like, what, like what how the hand was taken out. Now oh, it creates a vacuum. a vacuum of power. Yeah. So that's basically what happens. Now, now is the vacuum of power. Where it's like all these gangs are trying to take the kingpin spot, and then the ma- one major gang that's trying to take over, they're called the Demons, and they wear these masks like these oh, Asian men. Yeah, that's what you find out later on. But I'm not at that point where I find out it's Mr. It's Negative Man. Or Mr. Negative. Mr. Negative, whatever his name is. Yeah. <laughs> the negative dude. <laughs> but they, they have all these... Uh, so that's that's basically where I am now. Like the, 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 the triad, the demons are taking over the city. And every every so often, there are moments... <laughs> and it's funny because there are, there are moments where I'm swinging through the city, minding my own fucking business. And then all of a sudden, my spider sense goes off because one of them fucking triad members try to shoot, shoots my ass through the sky with a fucking rocket launcher. What? Yeah, and you got to dodge it. And I, and I like, if you time it perfectly, it goes through like slow-mo matrix bullet time. Yeah. Where you see him like flipping, dodging the rocket That's right awesome. at the last second. That's so, cool. Yeah, it's, it's cool to do that. So, yeah, I'm having fun. I'm well, having a lot of fun with this game. Would you rate it? I, perfect vision. I knew it. <laughs> I want you to say something lower so I wouldn't feel as bad. <laughs> uh, long enough for you? Remember you saying No, like, it's still not long enough for me. What did you not? <laughs> no, I'm not done, but I'm already like 33% through the game. How many hours? Uh, I, I don't know. I haven't counted. Oh. But I'm, I'm already 33% through the game. And I'm just like, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. If Just give me maybe an extra 10 hours. And I I, I, I think I'd be sated with that. Because I'm like 33%. I'm a granite. Still another 70% that I got to do or whatever. But I'm just like. I feel like I just started playing a game and I'm already 33%. Hmm, okay. That's fair enough. But I'm enjoying it. Swinging, jumping off, jumping off the Avengers Tower, which is the highest point of the game. Oh, yeah. Are the Avengers in this or no? So far, I haven't seen any, like, oh, nothing. Okay, cameos of other heroes. Uh, okay. So we're do, we're doing know. that. Those Spider Man rules where there's no other heroes in New York. <laughs> well, I mean, they. I mean, you know how it is in Spider-Man. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, like, what? So, I mean, the fact that the Avengers Tower is there, they're in this world, so it's not like yeah. they don't exist, but they're not, yeah, they're just not there. But you know how it is. It's like, Venom's destroying the city, and it's like, where's Iron Man? Nowhere? All right. Spider-Man, get over there. <laughs> he kind of makes mention to, the, like, the, wow, the Avengers Tower, but I never really see them that much anymore. I wonder if they're on the West, I think they're on the West Coast. Oh, they're fucking, like, they're yeah, get out of jail free West card. West Coast Avengers. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's a reference, but also this is our excuse for not having them around. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and apparently he doesn't, even though, and this is also a thing I find weird, like, story-wise. Like, they make it, they say Spider, he's been Spider-Man for, like, the last eight years. 
But there's like okay. a mission in the game where he has to uh, de-jam de all these towers within the city. And with that, like, that's how you get access to the map of New York. Okay. And they make it seem like he doesn't know where the fuck he's... Like, he doesn't know the area of New York. So it's kind of like... you've been for eight years, you should. Yeah, you okay. should You should know New York by the back like the back of your hand. Yeah. So it's like... That's kind of like... What a weird nitpick. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's stupid. It's like they make it a point to say, he's been Spider-Man for eight years, but it's like, you don't know your way around New York? <laughs> he's like me, man. He's using GPS, right? Leave him alone. He's got Waze. Yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man Waze. But it is interesting that... Not even just that, but also... He's been Spider-Man for eight years, but he does, it, it seems like he doesn't really know any of the other heroes. Like, like for example, there's Doctor Strange's uh, uh, Sanctum Santorum, and but he doesn't know what it is. So, like, mm. I, when I when I go to it and I take a picture of it, he's like, "This is a cool building, but there's something strange about it." Head, uh, head, wink, wink. Those are all just glorified like Easter eggs in our, our yeah, they're Easter eggs, but it's like. They're not gonna you have any sh- you should know it's the yeah. Doctor Strange's building, Eight but he years knows. Of your career. But he knows who T'Challa is, and he knows T'Challa's Black Panther. Because when I go to the Wakanda Embassy, he's like, "I wonder how King T'Challa got his powers. Did he get bit by a radioactive panther? Even though <laughs> I feel like that Wakanda hurt." <laughs> well, you'd be dead. Yeah, you'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> Mauled by a radioactive yeah, you'd panther. Be dead. <laughs> That'd be a hilarious alternate origin story. <laughs> but I'm curious to see how Miles how Miles plays into the. Uh, into the story. Can you play as Miles? Do you know that? I don't think so. Oh, that'd be cool if you could. I think he's. Just, I think he just ends up being a like sidekick. But I'm like, I wonder how that ends up happening. Uh, black sidekick. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure, because I'm pretty sure that th- there might be a little. Uh, I think Miles is gonna come out because th- uh, they're releasing four DLCs mm. with with the game. Black Cat is gonna be the first one. Catwoman, got you. So I'm pretty sure Miles has to be one of them. If they ever do it like if Batman, they're, if, if they're smart, yeah, they will release like Robin. Well, not even that. Like they'll do a, like a Robin DLC. But if they're smart, because I think there's the Black Cat one comes out next month, which is October. So if they're smart, so if they're four, oh, D, if they're four DLCs, with the movie. October, the second one November, the third one December. So if they're smart, the third DLC should be. Miles Morales, Miles with, Morales with, the with the movie, and then whatever the fourth one in January. That's true. That would be smart. I hope they do do that. I say that because I'm hopefully we'll have a PS4 by then. Sony, if you're listening, come on, guys. No, I'm gonna sabotage this PS4 <laughs> gathering. You can't play this game. Send you can't a, have any fun. Sponsor me. Send me a free PS4. What's up? <laughs> uh, come on. If they sponsor you, they need to sponsor me because we're partners. You already got it. No, but I want the, I want the red one with the Spider Man logo. Oh wow! Really? I actually don't want this red PS4. I don't know. It looks kind of gauche to me. And then also on top of that, give me a PS. Give me a PS4 Pro. I don't know what the difference is. Basically, it's it's a more high res because you know 4K TVs. Do you have a 4K TV? No, but I'll get one. <laughs> what the fuck? I'll get one. <laughs> I don't have it, but... I don't have it, but I'll I get it. I just want to know. Yeah, just, <laughs> give it, just give it to me. I just want to know how the capabilities. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. That's a bougie. Hey, you bougie No, I'm not. <laughs> you become so bougie. <laughs> give, me, give me a PS4 Pro. <laughs> I don't got the resolutions. I like, I like, sh- I like shiny things. Okay. All right. Anything else? I don't have the resolution, but I'll get the resolution, motherfucker. I'll get the resolution. My birthday is in what? What's today's date? 
I heard you have to have a big 4K the 20, TV. The 19th. Yeah, my birthday is in 18 days, so I, I'll get it. Somebody buy, somebody buy me a 4K TV for my birthday in Blur Vision Land. <laughs> what? Oh, we're actually... All, the, all this talk about, <laughs> hey, guys... You guys, you want to set up set up a Patreon? We'll give you here's a Patreon right here. Give me a 4K TV for my birthday. First of all, you're a piece of shit. I'm over here. I don't have a PS4. <laughs> but you're over here. Fuck, fuck his dreams. I want a 4K. No, you don't, you don't have a PS4 by choice. You bought by buying two thousand dollar laptops and shit. That's not a choice either. That was a choice. You didn't have to choose. You didn't have to buy the laptop. You could have waited and bought and a PS4. Priorities, Jordan. <laughs> the priority was the podcast. You jerk. <laughs> the podcast, you can, you can, we can do the podcast. This isn't a laptop right here, so this is a recorder. What do you think they edit the podcast on? <laughs> Go to the library. Go oh, to the what? library. The library is free. They, have, they have computers at the library. <laughs> Tell me that when they hear this. <laughs> I'm like... Over here, like poor in a corner. Please, sir, if I could just have some money for a PS4. Fuck your money for PS4. I want a 4K TV to play my PS4 on a bigger resolution. <laughs> like, let it be. Se- I need 70 inches. What the fuck? Anyway, <laughs> fuck my. Dreams. No, it doesn't need to be 70 inch. Give me a, give me 52 inches. Oh, you, you're so humble. I am. I am. So I am. I was humble. like, yeah, guys, it doesn't have to be that. Like, let's dial back. Let's be, let be reasonable. <laughs> yeah, I'll be totally reasonable. <laughs> God damn it. So we can't have nice things. Anyway, <laughs> is that all you have to say about PS4 or Spider-Man? I love it. It's great. It's Jordan's great. not playing it. I'm going to go home and play it when I get home and swing through the city. So all that entire thing wasn't enough. You had to like twist the knife. I, I, I want to make sure <laughs> you know you ain't shit. In certain lores, vampires don't die unless you twist the knife. You, okay, got, you can't well, just stab them through the heart. You got to twist. I, I am pretty dead. <laughs> and with that, let's move on. <laughs> let's get it. Oh, and as I was swinging through the city, as I was swinging through the city, I saw a statue of Lockjaw. I took a selfie with Lockjaw. Well, watch out, sucks. Inhumans. Wait, what? No, Lockjaw. Lockjaw was the best part of the Inhumans (laughs) show. That's true. That is very true. (laughs) Why Inhumans? Because it's a Marvel universe. Oh. I thought maybe some other. And then and, and I read behind. I read some BTS on it because it was originally supposed to be the Wall Street Bull, but for whatever reason they couldn't get the rights to it, and so they just put Lockjaw on it. Yeah, oh, that makes sense. Which is also hilarious. <laughs> yeah, but what was also kind of sad though, and this this kind of why I don't like necessarily like how the Marvel universe is fractured. The Baxter Building isn't in the game. <laughs> and it's because they don't have you know the whole Sony yeah. Fox. They didn't have the rights to it. That applies to video games too. I thought that was I, only for I movies. Guess, I guess uh, that's what I thought. I thought it was only movies, yeah. but apparently not. Or if it's not just only movies, maybe they're just like you know like in comics where they froze Fantastic Four for a while. Yeah. Same thing. They just want to yeah, just... probably. So maybe in the sequel of the Baxter Road, because now the whole Disney Fox thing is over. Because that'd be a really cool cameo if Human Torch and were friends. Yeah, because that was in the uh, the Ultimate Spider-Man game. You could swing. That's right. Yeah. You could. You got to. There was a, was a race. There was, yeah, there was a race between Human Torch and Spider-Man. That's true. Which I really like that game. Ultimate but, Spider-Man was my favorite Spider-Man game. Yeah, it, it was mine too. But then again, going back to look at it, I'm like, this game looks terrible. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> Your eyes would bleed. Like everything looks so. And they even kind of like a cel shade thing going on, but still, it still looks like trash. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on. My pride's broken. Let's, let's move also, on. What also, what the fuck? <laughs> Insomniac is very progressive because I came across as I was swinging a couple of gay pride flags. Oh, is that real? I saw your story. Yeah, that's real. I didn't know that was actually in the game. Wow. Yeah. And it was. And it's not just one. I swing. I swing by a couple of them. 
a couple of flags, and then there's a moment. There's like a whole wall, like a mural on the wall where it's like the rainbow, the rainbow colors. Oh, that's cool. And I was like, is that in real life or just in the game? I don't that I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know if they're actually that, but but this it's New York. There are a bunch of they're gay pride flags everywhere in New York. Mm. But, but the I, I, saw I don't know. Storms, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know if they were the in building. that specific. Yeah, on on the building that was in. The, yeah, that's in the game. I don't know if that's in actually in New York. Oh, okay. But <laughs> part of me was like, because I got to be jaded. But I was like, oh my god, you can't have nice things. I got. <laughs> I, I had to be jaded. But I was like, this is very cool. But. <laughs> You can't get a gay superhero though, right? Oh my god! <laughs> Take your victories where you get them. <laughs> it was a gay superhero, or there's probably no gay character in this game, right? <laughs> you know what? We need to we need to make Peacock an actual like gay superhero. Let's let's get him into the Marvel universe. Why Peacock got to be gay though? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just being a contrary. I'm like I don't even have like. <laughs> Blew my hair back. I don't. I don't understand. All right. Anyway, now we can move on. Or and I'm like, it doesn't even have to be me because I'm not doing stunt training, so I can't. I can't be a ranger. I can't fight. Well, I, I don't want you to be in a cameo for unworthy as a fight scene. I want other universe rangers to be in it. That's all. I want to see your peacock. Okay, Co- you can't Co- sing that. Your pe- <laughs> <laughs> Why not? That's the best. best well, probably not because that's a Katy Perry song. That's copyright. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's gonna, the reason. You're going to get sued. Let's go with that. <laughs> I just, I'll make a new song. <laughs> Can I move on now? <laughs> nope. So, and... <laughs> <laughs> and in the 10th hour of Game with Color, <laughs> we're going to continue. You can move on. All right. Well, I'm and, gonna- and... <laughs> so, I just got the Spider-Man Homecoming suit. Okay. So I, I put that suit on and I'm swinging through the city. I probably would do that. Just pretend it's the Marvel Universe, the MCU. And you also, eventually, at some point, you get the, the Iron Spider suit. You oh, get to unlock the, the Iron Spider. Not the comic book Iron Spider, but the. Not the, the, the movie one. Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Maybe one day I'll play the game. One day. But yeah. And move. there's a the Spider. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you, can, you can move on. Can, move on. <laughs> can I? Yeah, can. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I was gonna make this short because you know I always say like, we're gonna do a, like a quick uh, rapid fire review. It ends up being like twenty minutes, but I always make it quick. So rapid fire review, rapid fire review. Um, like I said, like, and he also gets spiders. Oh, right? kill you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> we're not friends anymore. <laughs> Anyway, Adventure time. Come on, grab your friends. We'll go to very distant lands. We'll take the dog and then the new land. The book will never end. It's adventure time. Adventure time ended. Did you watch Adventure Time at all? No. Uh, I think I didn't even talk about it in the podcast. I think you said before too. But man, I, I really recommend it. It's only like ten minutes an episode. Uh, I've been binging it on Daily Motion, uh, the video website online. So they're all basically available there if you want to just ever get into. Fuck is Daily not. Motion. It's, oh, I know. Yeah, never it's mind. Some, like, I know it is. It's like a YouTube, not like yeah. not YouTube. Not YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a place you can watch it legally and for free. So that's how I've been watching it. But I, I just stumbled. I used to be a huge Adventure Time fan. I fell off uh, around the sixth season for those that actually watched Adventure Time. 
that was when um, uh, Finn's father came back into the, his life. And I thought that would be really resonant for me because like, I also grew up with no father. So I was like, oh, Finn's dad. But Finn's dad was an asshole. And that season in general, and you're making rock out faces. So clearly not listening to me. <laughs> I am listening no, to you. No, you're not. <laughs> adventure time. <laughs> you don't give a fuck about Adventure time. I don't give a fuck about Adventure time. But I'm listening. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I fell off. I watched a YouTube video that said, if you fell off in season six, which is exactly the season I fell off in, get back into it because the last four seasons after that are amazing because season 10 is the final season and it literally just ended the past weekend or something. So I've been catching up. Um, I'm not caught up yet. I'm in the the end of season nine going on season 10. No, actually, no, I think I'm actually in season 10. I have like maybe 10 episodes. 10 seasons. What the fuck is this? Supernatural? But they're fast. Like they're at most 20 episodes. Supernatural's about to enter the 14th season. But they're like only 10 minute episodes. You should watch Supernatural. Okay. <laughs> We're talking about Butcher Time now. <laughs> and Butcher Time has supernatural elements in it, so you might end up liking it. But it's like it's one of those cartoons that, you know, like at first glance seems like it's for kids, but once you watch it for a little while, you realize that the mythos is a lot deeper than it leads you to believe. Because, you know, Butcher Time looks like a random colorful kid show about candy people and vampire queens and fucking mini elephants that bake apple pies, but then you realize that it actually takes place years upon years in the in our world's future where the the world's been destroyed by a nuclear catastrophe and the, uh agents of shield yeah kind of they zoom out in the world it's like a giant chunk of the world missing kind of like agents of shield where the world was like destroyed but like the world's been mutated there's like candy people like everything that's all fantastic and weird in the world is actually a result of like the world being fucked up by us and nuclear weapons in the past which is crazy you learn about the Finn's the last human, and you find out eventually in the show, where are the other humans? What happened to them? Who's the Ice King? What's his backstory? What's with Marceline? Why is Jake a dog that can talk and all stretch around? They even reveal eventually what's the deal with that. A lot of the shows they talk about him being magic, but spoilers, kinda. He actually has alien origins, which is fucking crazy. But I mean, it's... After season six, after the disappointment of that season, because a lot of it of that season was disconnected. They didn't have a strong through line of like a consistent story. Cause usually what they do is they'll have like one off episodes, but usually there's one storyline, one storyline thread that goes throughout the season that, you know, they starts it off in the beginning and then has in the finale has some kind of resolution to it. And a bunch of time is really good about each season building upon the last. Um, so you know more and more about the world to the point where now I know something about the world of Ooh that I know it's like the Marvel Universe. I, I, I don't just know about the kingdom you start in. I know about all the kingdoms in the world. I know about the 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 history like years prior. I know about the history right after the bombs went off when it was our world. I know about the the space life and what goes on in the cosmos of that universe. Like it's pretty deep when you get into it. So like. If there are people out there like me that might have fallen off at some point in Adventure Time, um, and it was because you might have felt like the show became a little weak, a little bit. Um, I felt like season six, it just it it started to become every episode is ten minutes. Every episode is ten minutes. I feel like in season six, it started to become a thing where it a lot of the intrigue started to wear off, and they weren't paying off as many. It, the show got to the point where it was like, you've answered so many questions. What is there left to know? And then season six kind of like mirandas around that question. 
but season seven, eight, nine, and ten have been super strong. Like almost every episode in each of those seasons, save for a few one-offs here and there, um, tie directly into an overarching story. And like I said, every season builds off each other. So at this point now, like I feel like I know these characters like the back of my hand, like inside and out. Like every iteration of them, every fear, thought, concern they might have. And it's really impressive because there's a lot of characters in Adventure Time. There are points now in season 10 where they might not focus on Finn and Jake for episodes at a time and you don't miss them. It's weird. It's like, oh, wow, yeah, Jake and Finn haven't been in the last two episodes, huh? But you're just so involved and engrossed with these other side characters in the world itself that you don't mind. Um, they revealed the origins of Susan Strong. Um, <coughs> they got in deep into the different... Oh, yeah, I was wondering who Susan... You don't know who Susan Strong is. I was wondering what her She was a chick was. that like you revealed early on might be another last human like Finn. They go into her origins. They explain where the humans are. They go into um, the elementals. These are just, I'm only speaking this for the fans now. If you haven't seen toward the end of the series, they go into Bubblegum and Marceline's origins. Oh, snap. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's actually from Adventure Time. Yeah, man. Um, the Leaf Sword becomes sentient. It's crazy, man. That's what shit happens. You don't know what that means at all. But I do. I highly recommend that you watch it. Leaf Sword tastes good. I had a piece. Okay, no. <laughs> I had a piece of the leaf. Like, uh, and you haven't watched Steven Universe either, have you? No. I don't even know what to tell you to watch first. Because Steven Universe, I felt like, uh, was a byproduct of Adventure Time. I was going to say, are they related? No, they're not. But in, they're related in terms of they're both shows that are for kids, but are really for adults. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, if you like the, the crazy goofball humor of like those like, you know Cartoon Network shows of yesteryear, check out Adventure Time now, you know? I highly recommend it to you, especially since you haven't seen any of it. Isn't it an adventure? It is. It's a, it's a constantly... And here's the thing. And I think that's why Adventure Time, I like it so much. And I guess they're both... Steam Universe and Adventure Time are about growing up. But like since Adventure Time has been going on for so much longer than Steam Universe, I've you've seen Finn go from a 12-year-old kind of kooky, like uh, typical Cartoon Network protagonist of just like, Hey, man, adventure. Let's just have fun. Blah, 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 blah. To he's matured. Like he's actually become a full, fully fleshed out person. Uh, he's, I think he's going. I think he's seventeen now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last episode he actually was his birthday. He turned seventeen. So it's like a thing where like as he, and that's another thing. It's like almost as if as he's grown up, the show has matured with him, as we've matured with him as well. What are you doing? Yeah, cat hair on your glasses. Oh. It's like bothering me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, but it's just, it's just it's just been interesting to watch him grow and mature. And I feel like, especially for kids watching this show, a lot of the things that he goes through in terms of relationships, maturity, coming to terms with himself, learning about his flaws, overcoming his flaws, um, a lot of it can resonate with kids, especially when you're going through the ups and downs and the ins and outs and the confusing area that is adolescence. So I think it's a great show. Uh, I'm not done yet, and when I finish, I will give a full report back next week about the finale. But so far, I'm loving it. I'm gonna get super in detail about like you know what the things I've seen that I've loved yet. But next week, look out for that. I'm gonna give a finale recap of Adventure Time. It's not a rating though. I'm loving it. Isn't a rating. Oh, um, better give it a rating. Perfect Vision. Like unless you're at McDonald's. I'm loving it. <laughs> yeah, no, Perfect Vision. Even where I'm at now, it's 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 answering questions I didn't ask. And that could be terrible. Could be like, oh, it's fucking stupid. But everything that they've done has made sense. 
and it's made these characters all stronger for the the choices they've made. So kudos to the writing team on that. The fuck? Got myself in motion. One, no one I, I know, know that, that you understand. will set the world in motion by reaching out for each other's hand. All right, stop it. <laughs> Where did that even come from? It's in my head for some reason. Okay, anyway. As you were talking about Adventure Time, it popped in my head. All right, well, even quicker, I just want to real quick just touch on that 25th anniversary episode of Power Rangers. People have been asking me what my thoughts were on it. Get ready for a Power Rangers special. Power Rangers must be defeated. Where six heroes go up against an army of Ranger clones. No one can stop me now. They'll need the help of some legends. Tommy? To take them down. Now that is what I call Ranger power. Don't miss a Power Rangers Super Ninja Skill special at a special time. Um, I liked it. Uh, we kind of talked about the Master Morph for a little bit in the beginning of the episode. That was out of nowhere, like, completely well, I random. I was rocky there. There were a lot of <laughs> people in shit. <laughs> yeah. He just, it, he has arms crossed a lot, and it made me uncomfortable. I'm like, are you not happy to be there? Like, <laughs> spoilers, I met Rocky. He was kind of a jerk to me. I'm not going to, that's all I'm going to say, but. He broke, he broke my, he broke my, uh, <laughs> he broke my Mace Windu uh, lightsaber. He Wait, Rocky? Do, he didn't do it on purpose. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. How? I was at, uh, what con was it? This was like a year or two ago. Okay. I forgot what con I was at. I ran it. I was there. He was like, oh, cool. Mace Windu. He was like, let me see. Can I, you mind if I see a lightsaber? I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> sure, Rocky. Yeah. So he was swinging it around, doing tricks. And then all of a sudden, the saber, the, the lightsaber handle flew off. The- <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was like, no. He, he, but he was, he was remote. He was like, oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I was like, it's fine. Because it was coming apart anyway. Like, it wasn't because I lost the screw to tighten it. Mm. But I didn't know it was that loose. I All thought right. he could swing it. Where are we at? We had two hours. He'll never hear this. All no. right, keep it a secret in Blood Version World, guys. <laughs> but yeah, well, I showed him uh, at Parmorphicon. And this is the only kind of But he was like, but just real quick, but he oh. was like, it's kind of fucked up because he's like, I'll give you a discount on a, on a picture. You know, come see me. I'm sorry. I'm a like, discount? a what discount. A give one. me a free picture, bitch. <laughs> I'm like, he's very much about the merch. But even when I met him, like, that was. Like it seemed like that was his main focus, and you know, get your money. I ain't mad at you. You know, profit off of being a ranger and do all do your thing, man. But and this is why I don't like meeting my idols because if they do something, and it's not even just their fault. It's just first impressions, and you never really get a chance to you know have a second with a celebrity. Yeah. So like, if you have a bad experience, you just have to live with that forever, and that's like what you think about whenever you see that person and whatever they are again. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, like, we were showing Unworthy before we actually debuted it um, that Sunday for the Power of Con fan film contest. We were showing it to random actors and stuff just to see what they thought about it. And almost every, like, everybody was like, yeah, man, that's fucking awesome. Like, this is cool. They seemed really enthused. Even if they were faking, <laughs> you know, you could be an actor and fake it. You know, you put on airs just to be like, yeah, man, it's cool. Yeah, it's cool, even though I think this is trash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but everybody seemed, everyone we showed it to seemed to like it. Brendan Meha, he said he went to work with us. I don't us. know who these names are. He's the Dino Charge Red Ranger. <laughs> uh, Common Rider guy was there. He really liked it. Um... The time for his Blue Ranger, he really liked it. I, I can name a bunch of people, but they, they all really liked it. Name drop. Yeah, not really. <laughs> but um, I showed it to Rocky, and he was just like, like, you could see on his face that he was like disgusted by us asking him to watch it. Like, and I and I know why. So I'm trying to give him the excuse because I know people were like, you're you know you're you're a Power Ranger. How many people come up to you in the middle of the day and be like, look at this video, look. I'm a Power Ranger too. Look, I made a fan film. We're like, oh, look at my cosplay. Look, can you look at that, Rocky? 
So I'm sure he was like, oh, here we go. All right, yeah, I'll watch it. And like he said he would watch it, but you could see in his face, he was just like, I don't really want to watch this. <laughs> but he ended up watching it, and he was like, yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, I liked it. Gave us a tip about like us kicking faster or whatever. But other than that, you know, he seemed positive, but it still hurts. <laughs> like whenever I see him now, all I can see is that pained expression on his face. Like he was like, oh. Yeah, I'll watch you give it to me. Like, like oh, Rocky, no. <laughs> I love Rocky. I mean, maybe he's seen some bad films. I'm sure he has. That's my thing. I'm sure he has. And I'm sure that's why he had that. Like, oh, God, I'm about to waste my fucking next five minutes of my life watching some bullshit. But, you know, when he saw it, he was like, you could tell he was like, oh, it's actually pretty good. Okay. All right. But still, for now on, whenever I see Rocky, I see that disapproving face of like, oh. All right, give it to me. Like, oh no! But anyway, at least he didn't charge you, <laughs> right? <laughs> he gave you. He's gonna give you a discount. <laughs> you can't give me a discount to make me feel more loved. <laughs> but anyway, this is near here nor there. Uh, the 25th anniversary episode. Other than the Master Morph for having no fucking history, I came out of nowhere. That's not been a thing in the in anything comics shows, nothing. They and made only, that shit up. Only JDF has it. And only JDF has it, of course, because he's the most popular ranger. <laughs> I mean, but conceptually, it's cool. Like, it, again, conceptually, because like you said, it doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> so, the older your powers are, the stronger they are. It's like, it's just nostalgia. It's like, everyone loved the Green Ranger, so the Green Ranger's the strongest. The end. Yeah. That's all it is. <laughs> um, and even, but the fight choreography in the episode, fucking dope. Like, people bitch about Power Rangers being for kids, but you fail to see that they do some dope ass stunt choreography. That fight that he had with Evil Clone, flipping through the air and shit with all those wires and stuff, the special effects of the kicks and crap, that stuff was well done. So like in like it it definitely scratched an itch for a cool giant sized crossover Power Ranger episode. Because if you guys watched the previous anniversary episode, the Giant Ranger War, that was trash. There was barely any crossing over with the Legacy Rangers, and when they did show up, they barely did anything. They were literally just there to be like, hey, Super Mega Force, we're out. And that was it. That was the whole crossover. But in this, they actually had, like, like JDF had a plot line. He had a family, got kidnapped, cl- robot cloned. There's a whole arc with him. Was he the only one that had a plot line, though? Because that's pretty much what I got from the little clips I saw, that they only really focused on JDF. He had the most focus, but the and other like Rangers Cat, did. Cat, Cat, Cat was there, but they didn't really show much. Rocky was there, was, but they didn't really do much. They had very little. Like, Rocky, Cat, so the, like, the White the Dino of, Thunder. What's the point of bringing them back if you're not going to do anything? It's but they really still had fo- more. It's really just the focus on JDF. Yeah, but it's still a crossover. It's still... Trying, here's the issue, though. They introduced a lot of Rangers... Like, the, the, the pacing was good for what they had, but they only had a 20-minute episode. They didn't have, like, an hour-long or a two-part anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, and usually... It, sh- it should have been. Yeah, something like that, usually they do make it two parts, but this, they made it one. So, like, it it felt very abbreviated. But still, with as little as Rocky and Cat and, like, some of the other Legacy Rangers had to do in this, they still did more in the last crossover episode. So, it's still better. And even the Ninja Steel characters, they held their own. Like, they had a cool action set piece for themselves... They are, I think, a more likable team than the Megaforce team that was in the last crossover, so I like that more. Um, but there were more the the there were other Rangers that were legacy characters that had more plot than Rocky and Cat did, and the Dino Thunder White did, because they were captured, so they were only released at the very end 
for basically the last fight. Um, but the other three. Oh, so like, where the fuck did he get a master morpher from? That, that's the thing. And then they didn't I'm like, explain anything. Wasn't the Zeo crystals destroyed? Like, so how is he becoming? Bro, the <laughs> Green Ranger, the Green Candle yeah, the... took his powers. The White Ranger power was gone. Zeo was gone. Um, he didn't even use Turbo. No, which is like, which I saw some funny memes where it was like, uh, remember the Will Smith episode? It was like, why does he want me, man? Yeah. And he had it was like a red turbo mask over Will Smith. He was <laughs> talking to JDF. Why don't you want me, man? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, they, they don't explain it. And I, Cause I think turbos, that's, that's when the rating started to dip. Yeah, it was. That's when he left. Yeah. Um, but he yeah. was on there for a little bit. He was on there for a bit, a little while. In the very beginning of Turbo, he was. But then he gave his powers to the black guy, who was the first black Power Ranger. Was that, the first black Red Ranger. Black Red Ranger, yes. Sorry. The first black leader of the Power Rangers. Yeah. Um, which I didn't appreciate that as a, at the time, but now I do. Kudos to TJ. <laughs> uh, but And it never went into the fact that, like, like in the comics... They go into the fact that Zach was the second in command of the original, like the, when it was original five. Yeah. And they didn't talk about that shit at all on the show. Nope. Because the, the comics add a lot of extra mythos and layers to the show, which I like, but the show was, you know, the show was for kids. Yeah. <laughs> so they didn't really, there was not much plot to be had in Power Rangers. No, not so at all. So Eddie Shankar, I know what you're talking about, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Respect, but I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um... And for the villains in the in the crossover, it was whatever. It was, it was a nod to Draken. I think his name was Dr- like King Drape, Lord Draven, or something. But it was like a one-off villain just for the crossover. So it, was, it felt very rushed. But if they had a little more breathing room, I could see it being a solid crossover because the pacing was good, the storyline was decent, um, and the despite the Master Morpher having no fucking context. Aside from the crossover episode, it's still a cool concept. You said crossover. What was it? What was a, that's not a crossover. It is a crossover. What was it crossing over with? All the Legacy Rangers. Those those are all multi. They're all different seasons. Like there's Wild Force, not Wild Force. Um, there's Time Force. There's fucking RPM. There's Mighty Morphin. Uh, it's Turbo. All, it's all Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> that's a crossover. <laughs> Whatever, crossing over with itself. <laughs> but yeah, I liked it. I would give it for a Power Rangers episode more impassable. If it was longer, I'd get a perfect vision for Power Rangers. I mean, you know, keep in mind it's for kids, guys. <laughs> it's a kids show. I gotta put it in context. But yeah, Master Morpher, that alone is fucking dope. Are they still doing? Because I'm because it makes me kind of wonder why would anybody want to do a Power Rangers show? Are they still uh, doing that whole non-union shit? I'm not sure. Now that Hasbro bought them, I'm not sure. But I'm like, that did. Before they were. I was going to say, but that just happened. So I don't, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so before that, they were non-union. That was like the their main thing. Even like, because I'm just like, why would anybody want to be a Power Rangers with all that knowledge Here, now? Here's the most information I have. And it's kind of behind the scenes. Christine, the our Yellow Ranger and Unworthy, mm-hmm. she auditioned to be in the new one, Beast Morphers. And they just announced who the Beast Morpher cast at Power Morphicon. It's funny because she was like, I'm not, I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter at all. <laughs> I'm like, next time, Christine, you've been a great Yellow Ranger. Um, when she auditioned, it was for a non-union position. Oh, wow. And that was for the, the newest season. That's before Hasbro bought them. But that's, that shows you that before at least they bought, they were bought by Hasbro, they were still non-union. So take that as you will. Mm-hmm. All right, but yeah, more impassable. That's all I got. 
Let's get into news of the week with Michael. I wonder, I wonder if Hasbro's going to change that or they're going to keep it the same. She's the Black Iron Man, but she's not Tony Stark. No, they just don't want their characters, quote unquote. I could call you a nigga to counterpunch. You better not. If he says that shit to you, get his ass on Instagram. Y'all don't want to hand me down. Hey, I don't want kitty gay things. It's all straight and white. What's going down? Michael News. I would hope they change it. But it's not even like being union is a um, an indicator of quality. Because some of the Disney seasons fucking sucked. And they were all union. So Bigger budget does that's not also, mean a better show. What? Well, that's also because Disney likes to Disney-fy everything and sometimes well they have some good seasons too certain certain things don't work like when they disney fied spider-man with the ultimate Spider- i'm like i hate i hate it okay i'm not gonna put that on disney i don't know what the fuck marvel is doing with those shows i'm putting it on disney you're gonna put <laughs> well, on disney well i don't know because because avengers earth's mightiest heroes was disney too and that was fucking great fucking fantastic yeah so i don't know whatever <laughs> anyway so let's talk trailers. So, Halloween. That comes <laughs> What the fuck was that? Is that the theme song? It's That's what I said. No. What, what, no what the, that sounds like fucking a Mario video game. 8-bit <laughs> Halloween. That's what that fucking sounds like. I don't know what that is. But anyway, so yeah. New Halloween comes out. Next month, so a new trailer dropped. I have prayed every night that he would escape. Who the hell did you do that for? So I can kill him. The bus crashed. Michael Myers escaped. He'll return to Haddonfield, his home. I need to protect my family. You have no security system, Karen. Mom, you need help. Evil is real. There's a reason we're supposed to be afraid of this night. I've been preparing for this for a long time. It is not safe to be on the street tonight. He's here. He is a killer, but he will be killed tonight. Happy Halloween, Michael. So, Jordan, what do you think of the Halloween trailer? Michael, (laughs) this is my hot take on the Halloween trailer. Um, it looks How's my acting, yo? <laughs> it looks like a Halloween movie. I don't know. <laughs> what does that mean? Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? I don't know. I haven't watched a slasher horror movie in a long time. You know what I mean? Like, everything I saw in the trailers is pretty much par for the course for a slasher movie. People jumping out of the darkness every once in a while. People running down hallways. That Halloween setting. setting. Like, you know. It's pretty, pretty typical of a Halloween movie. And a slasher movie. So I'm not like... The only thing I'll say is, if Michael can't kill her, what the fuck? He can't kill an old woman? <laughs> She's old. So what? <laughs> She's an old badass. Old badass woman, eh? 
I'm just saying on paper. He gets a a because Michael Myers is an old man. Shit, it's not like that too. That's so so. It's not like he's young. This is geriatric battle. Old, like Expendables. Elderly fights. So I mean, you're trash because you don't have no liking to this movie. I love horror movies. So I love horror movies. Apparently, you don't. You're like, yeah, it just seems like a slasher movie. That's the fucking point. You have no, you, you're trash. Well, yeah. <laughs> Nothing jumped out at me. <laughs> I, I like it. I'm glad to see Laurie Strode, Jamie Lee Curtis back. I don't know who's playing Michael Myers. It ultimately doesn't really matter. Yeah, right. In the mask. He's a big guy. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm curious. Oh! What? Oh, Kenny Lonsdale's body. Oh, I just, I He's saw. He's you. I saw, I saw that. I was like, I'm not even going to say, I'm not going to interrupt the podcast. Well, I couldn't <laughs> help it. <laughs> I opened my Instagram. That was the first thing that came up. I, yeah, I literally just saw it. <laughs> His dick's all out. His dick's not out. You just see his pubes. Wally. <laughs> you become Michael. That's Maybe great. you should be Kid Flash. Maybe I should be. Oh, my God. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jordan just got excited, guys. Yeah, Wally's Willie distracted me. I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway, I don't even know what to say now. I'm lost for it. <laughs> Now everybody from the podcast is going to go to Keenan Lonsdale's Instagram page. What if, what was Jordan talking about? Well, when you see it, you'll know. <laughs> Maybe, because he might end up deleting it. You know how people do. They'll post something for like an hour and then they'll delete it. <laughs> well, hurry now, Blur Vision fans, <laughs> if you want to see Wally West's dick. <laughs> Almost. Breaking news. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm interested. I'm interested to see this movie. And funny enough, I'm even more excited to see, see this movie because... Uh, the Rotten Tomato score can't dropped for uh the Halloween movie, and it right now as of right now, of course they always drop, but as of right now, it has a perfect one hundred score, one hundred percent. Really? Rotten, yes, on Rotten Tomatoes. That's nostalgia. <laughs> I mean, not necessarily because there are certain movies. Well, I'm, I'm just bullshitting, but <laughs> yeah, like they don't hit the hundred percent score. So I'm curious to see how. Based on that, I think this movie is going to be good. So. I'm excited. Cool. Next trailer. Dun, dun, dun. The Dragon Prince. War is full of uncertainty. We strike when the moon is highest. Moonshadow elves are dangerous elite fighters. Can't you just make peace with them? It's not that simple. There's history of wrongs on both sides. Humans cut down the king of the dragons and destroyed his only egg. The Dragon Prince. Justice will not be denied. You need to see something. This changes everything. Maybe it could stop the war. It's up to us now. We have to return this egg to Zadia. Get out there and find them. Well, I'm going to find a way to stop them. After all, unstoppable is just another kind of stoppable. No, that's not really right. From the creators of Avatar The Last Airbender. That comes out next week on Netflix. Jordan, what do you think of the Dragon Prince? <laughs> I think I don't really understand what it's about still. <laughs> I mean, it seems cool. High fantasy. Um, the the chick, the main chick sounds like uh, Jon Snow's girlfriend. You don't know nothing, you know, Jon Snow. All <laughs> oh, that shit. 
What do you do with your what? What did she say? Your thing that you do with your tongue. Oh, what's the thing that you do with your tongue, Jon Snow? <laughs> you know one thing, Jon Snow. <laughs> you eat my pussy good, Jon Snow. <laughs> yep. And then he eats her pussy in real life because they got married. So, oh, isn't that sweet? That method acting was on point. <laughs> that method acting. Um, I don't know. It just—it's very high fantasy. And maybe when I watch uh, it, Jordan doesn't like high fantasy. It's too fantastical. <laughs> it's too fantastic. <laughs> like maybe when I watch it, it'll be like Game of Thrones. I'll fall in love with the lore and the mythos and all that crap. But as of right now, it seems impenetrable. Like I'm just like I don't. Okay, dragons, and they're on the run, trying to get some relic or some power or something. It looked like a dragon egg. A dragon egg. Okay. Hence the name. The Dragon Prince. Okay. Cool. I don't know, man. It looked, I like it. I like what I saw. Cool. The animation looks. That's what look, I was gonna say. The cell shape. The production cool. value looks looks pretty on point. Yeah. It, but does it seem like? I mean, it was a trailer I watched. It, it, does it, the frame it, rate seem weird? Not really. I mean, kind of. Not really. Kind of. There were moments that reminded me of the Spider-Man trailer, the Into the Spider-Verse one. There's some of there's some of you know that. Why can't things render well anymore? <laughs> Our computers aren't fast enough. But, but I don't know. I think they do that on purpose. Like it's a stylistic choice. Interesting. So I don't know, but I'm definitely curious. Uh, and and I also see some avatarisms in it. Oh yeah, for sure. Even the humor. Yeah. I forgot what the joke was in the trailer, but there was a joke. Yeah, I forgot what it was, but it yeah, was funny. It was, it was Avatar-y. Yeah. So, I'm into it. I'm into it. I'll I'm, give it a shot. And it's on I'm, Netflix, so it's I'm, not like I'm more into it than you are. <laughs> okay. So I know it's a competition of being into it. it. Is, it's always a competition. <laughs> but uh, so next trailer, American Horror Story Apocalypse, which comes out in a couple. We it comes out on the twelfth, so next week. So yeah, Jordan, what did you think of American Horror Story Apocalypse? Why are you talking like that? <laughs> what was that? No need for the rules anymore. The chaos has won. There's a plane waiting for us. Coco, do not leave me in Santa Monica. You bet. What? Welcome to Outpost 3. The house rules are simple. You may never leave the building due to the danger of radiation contamination and no unauthorized copulation. No exception. What's happening out there? It's all gone. Boring! Strangely satisfying, isn't it? Dispensing punishment. It's our world now to remold as we see fit. What do you think? Hail Satan. Um, I... Okay, so watching the trailer... Jordan didn't like it. He's, he's part of, So, yeah. <laughs> I've only seen the these, first... These are all the trailers Jordan doesn't like. <laughs> I've only seen the first um, season of American Horror Story throughout. Because I, I haven't really been into the show. Like, I, I, I try and watch the first episodes of the seasons, but I just can't get into it. I don't know why. Uh, it's too horror-y. 
I like horror. No, it's, you, it's too American you, you horror story. About the, you complain about Michael Myers. Now you don't like American horror story. Hey, I, I didn't finish. I didn't say I didn't like it. I'm just saying that the stuff that I don't like in American horror story that like is too like, I don't even want to say weird. It's just American horror story. That's a really terrible way to describe it. It's like, it's that, that, that stamp of American horror story, the brand. So the first half of the apocalypse trailer I liked when it was like the apocalypse, I'm like, oh, okay, this is a different take. It's going to be about the apocalypse. But then they go into this underground facility and it's like, welcome to American Horror Story. We've got covens and and weird, mysterious people and we got to live in this weird mansion. Like I'm like, oh, there's the American Horror Story. So I'm like, I don't know. I like the, the apocalypse aspect of it, but I'm not quite sold on the American Horror Story element yet. It's because you're trash. I'm definitely excited. <laughs> I'm excited about this season of American Horror Story. And before I say that, let me go back. I haven't watched pretty much any of, a, of the seasons of American Horror Story except for season three, which was Coven. Because I'm all about witches and, and magic and all that other stuff. And season, that's what season three was about. And so funny enough, you only saw season one. I only saw season three and American horror story apocalypse is a merging of seasons one and three. Which is so coincidental and weird. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I'm also curious to how they're going to do that because for the most part, like, like with, uh, uh, th- uh, theater, the actors are playing the same roles. Yes. Yeah, so the themselves. actors are playing different <laughs> roles, ensemble theater. So I'm wondering how that's going to work. Like, I, th- I feel like the people like, at the end of season one were dead though. Well, it's American Horror Story, so they're not dead. Oh, maybe they're, but just I mean, like, they're just ghosts. Like, just like there were characters in season three of American Horror Story that died, but I see them in the trailer. Okay. And like one one girl's like, I bet you thought you saw the last of me. And I'm like, how the fuck is she back? <laughs> Guess we will find out because it's the apocalypse and it looks like there's zombies. Maybe there's z- fucking zombies. I don't know. Yeah, see, I'm into that. I'm into zombies. But I'm definitely watching because like I said, I enjoyed season three. And so since they're bringing those characters back, I want to see what they do. I didn't watch. I tried to watch some of the other seasons, like Freak Show and all that other stuff, and I couldn't get into it. I couldn't get into Freak Show either. Can I tried you? all of them though. Like, no, I tasted them. I'm gonna go back and watch. So I'm gonna go back and watch season one because I heard I heard seasons one, two, and three were like the best of American Horror Story. Then after that, it falters. So I want to go back. I guess I'll go back and watch one and two. So, yeah, and I watch. I watch this new season. So. I'm curious. I'm into it. Magic. Give me some magic. There's no magic. Oh, yeah. That's like, this is your thing. There's no magic. I ain't watching this shit. Whoa. <laughs> but, yeah. So, speaking of something that definitely is going to have magic. So, next trailer is... Wait. I forgot how that song goes. What? What are you singing? The Nutcracker in the Four Realms. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I know. I didn't know. Your, your recreation of music is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like yours is any better. That's, that's why I never know what you're doing. Every time you sing something, I'm like, what is that? Yours didn't even sound like it. <laughs> it's, it's, it was better than that. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, the Nutcracker and the Four Realms. So Jordan, what did you think of the Nutcracker? <laughs> why are we like a play now? <laughs> Merry Christmas, Clara. Godfather. Your gift this year will be something you'll never forget. Most people don't realize there are troubled realms within our world. 
hold the key to their secrets. Remember, Clara, nothing is as it seems. Where am I? You're in the Four Realms, Princess Clara. Princess? At your service, Your Majesty. Maybe I have been spending too much time in the attic. Welcome to our world. The land of snowflakes. The land of flowers. And the land of sweets. But in the Fourth Realm, this is where our troubles began. Mother Ginger started this war. Don't you know it's dangerous here? I hope you'll be the one to finish it. It's time to save the kingdom. It's just the laws of physics. Do those laws always work? As far as I know. Ready. Go! Um... My first impressions of this, it looks like the Nutcracker through the Alice in Wonderland by Tim Burton filter. Like, completely. Yes. But I liked Alice in Wonderland until they got to the end. Of the first one? Huh. Oh, there was two. There was two. I didn't see the other one. I'm talking about the first one. What happened at the end of the first one you didn't like? Well, fucking uh, Johnny Depp started... The Futterwack? Pop-locking. That was funny. That was stupid. Okay. (laughs) Um... I don't know, but just, it comes off as generic because of that. Because I'm like, this is the same kind of trope. Yeah, I was like, we've seen this already. Yeah, well, exa- exactly how I felt. I, I'm like, I've seen this before. It's exactly, you just take some kind of concept and you filter it through. You're the chosen one. It's a war. The kingdoms are fighting. It's like, all right, I've seen this a million times. I don't, and, and nothing about it made it seem original. And I guess a black nutcracker isn't enough to make me happy. <laughs> no. That's him, right? He's the nutcracker. I The black kid. I, I assume so. Yeah. Plot twist. No, it was actually his servant. <laughs> That's the Nutcracker servant. All right. To be fair, though, because he does seem like a, like a servant. Yeah, he does seem like a servant. I was like, mm, I like that the black kid is the main character, kind of. No, she's the main Yeah, character. but she's the main she's character. She's definitely the main character. He's at least the title character, but at the same time, it feels kind of like slavish. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I was actually, I believe you said that, because I was actually imagining in my head, I'm like, if it was a white guy, would I feel this way? Then just be like, of course they're all white. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, there's no winning unless you made the main character black instead of her. But, nah. but yeah, I feel, I, I feel you. I'm like, it's, it feels like. Been there, done that? Yeah, like Sunshine Anderson heard it all before. <laughs> but uh, at the same time, I'm like, these movies, like Alice in Wonderland, all this, like they look beautiful. Like the visuals are what makes me more interested to see the movie than the whole originality of the concept which is not but visually it got visually it got me but yeah overall i'm just like all right whatever it's not not really anything new but like i said i'm i'm, I'm visually it got me so i want to I, I do want to see it mm. you're basic <laughs> no nah, shut the fuck up you say all that you're still like well i still want to see it even though it's exactly i've seen it before and it's <laughs> but i mean ultimately i liked alice in wonderland so I... that's true I wasn't a, I don't know, that's not true. I, I like the first Alice in Wonderland. It was really the second one. I was like, ugh. Yeah, I can't comment on the second one. I didn't see the second one. So. Yeah, I'm, I wish I were you. <laughs> I envy you. So yeah, so uh, what's the next? Oh, next trailer, even though it's not really a trailer, but 
they show a little bit of new footage, like a scene of a new footage. But uh, the Spider-Man Enter the Spider-Verse. <laughs> what new footage? <laughs> they showed a little bit like uh, like Gwen Stacy or like uh, the moments where Spider-Man and Peter Parker were talking, Miles Morales and Peter Parker were talking. Like, uh, I don't know. It was like three seconds of footage. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I saw one scene where it looked like Spider-Man was flying with Dragon Ball Z. Either way, I'm excited about this movie. And I want to see Miles Morales, which I will see him eventually when I go home and play Spider-Man PS4. You bitch. (laughs) (laughs) How did you circle back around to that? I had to. Oh, I dislike you heavily. (laughs) And hopefully once that Miles Morales DLC drops. (laughs) That Jordan won't play. That Jordan won't be able to play. (laughs) Just laugh maniacally at me too, why don't you? Yeah, and I'll send you screenshots. Uh, I dislike you. Guess what I get to do. (laughs) But uh, what else? Next trailer. So uh, let's talk about Anna and the Apocalypse. Weird. This is a weird movie. Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Young Anna was nestled, all snug in her bed, not knowing tomorrow she'd meet the undead. How would she survive? What this season would bring? Well, that's simple. She'd stab, she'd slash, and she'd sing. Justin Bieber's a zombie. That I think is going to be fun because it seems like they watched the Buffy musical and was like, let's turn this into an entire movie. Is it a musical? I mean, they said she just sings and it's just, they played like the whimsical music. It seemed like it's well, a musical. I saw musical. her dancing in the trailer. So it was yeah, like, it seemed she? like it's a musical. Oh, okay. So I'm like, I feel like they watched the Buffy musical and was like, let's make this into an entire movie. Life's a show you don't get to rehearse. See, I instantly was like, oh, man, this is just fucking um, Zombieland all over again, but with a girl. But, I mean, if it's I a mean, musical. It could, be, it could be that. It also seemed really low budget. Is this like a mainstream movie? It's, it's an indie movie, but it's going to be released in theaters. Oh, okay. I'm into it, though. So, I'm pretty sure it I, You know, I love zombies. So I'm pretty I'm, sure it I'm doesn't have, sure. like, fucking Spider-Man Homecoming budget. Yeah, I'm not like I'm not super into it, but, but it probably has like maybe like an upgrade budget. That's good enough. Hopefully, it's bigger than like Ken budget. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it's better than that. <laughs> but yeah, I'm into it. I, yeah. I'll give it. Sh- I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I'm definitely into it. It looks. It definitely looks like a, a parody of like the zombie movies, which I'm with 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 music. So I'm yeah, I'm, Zombieland. If it's yeah. a musical Zombieland, I'm in. Yeah, I'm definitely in. If that's if that's what the the route that they go. But something I'm not necessarily in is the final trailer, which is the season five trailer of The Flash. Oh, yes. You're saying you're our daughter. From the future. Yep, kind of stuck here now. Anybody know what to do? I made a big mistake. This man is hiding in the shadows. You guys beat him. At least you were supposed to. Because the timeline changed. I need to know. In the future, what happens to me? 
The Flash. All new episodes Tuesday, October 9th on The CW. So, yeah. Jordan, what did you think of The Flash? Um, I think that the newest trailer is a good indicator of what the, at least the first part of the season is going to be like. So it's going to be very Nora heavy and learning I about I mean, the, she's a series regular. Yeah. But, you know, uncovering what she's all about. And I'll seeing her team up with her dad and her mom. You know, her, the, the trifecta of Iris, Barry, and her are going to be a big deal this season. Um, and I don't know. They, they show like glimpses of Cicada. I I don't know how I feel about that villain yet. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about him either. I'm like, I hope he kill, I he, I hope he kills people. I hope that's he, a, seem, he seems like a guy with a boomer a, a, a electrified boomerang. But I'm like, we've already got that with boomer Captain Boomerang. <laughs> I'm just saying, I I hope they make him a legitimate threat. And if his thing in the comic was that he killed people that the Flash saved. I'm hoping he racks up an important body count. Like, characters that matter. Like, I don't want Wally to die, but honestly, if he's going to be off the show, kill him. Like, I don't I don't need the, hey, I'm back for a crossover episode just to say hi and get my ass beat. You know what I'm saying? That's what he's going to be. So it's like, rather than have that happen, to make this villain a threat, if you're going to go that way, use that dagger and kill him. That would be a fucking gut punch. I agree with what you're saying, but I don't like it. But then, then also, on top of that, part of me feels like, would that be a gut punch? That might be a gut punch to the audience and us, but they don't give a fuck about Wally in this world. So it's like, no, you know, they'll still care. They'll be like, they oh, they fuck. won't give a fuck. They'll be like, oh man, he killed Wally. Anyway, at least it wasn't Iris. <laughs> Yay, Iris. Or like, at least Ralph did Ralph. At least you're at least you're alive. Thank God, Ralph is yeah. still alive. Thank God you're alive. So it's like, I hear you. But I'm just saying, they need to do something to make this villain this season. Better than fucking the thinker, and they, I don't know what they how they're gonna be able to do that, but I think that's a good way to start. Make him kill people that are important. That's my thing. Well, you know who they should kill that because I don't consider this person important at all. Who? So the new Wells. Ah. His name is gonna be Sherlock Wells. The Wells of the week. Yes, <laughs> and he's gonna be French. So then it's gonna be do, Tom Cavanaugh is probably gonna be doing an annoying French accent. The whole ha ha ha. <laughs> the whole time I'm just like I liked Harry I would have been fine with just having Harry the rest of the show why do we have to have another another Wells <laughs> and then how long is this one going to last is he going to be gone after the end of the season then we're going to get another one in season 6 almost certainly that's the that was I'm like that was cute in like the first three seasons or whatever but now I'm over it why would you drop Harry He's had so much development. He basically is the Harrison Wells on the show now. Yes. So why would you write him off for a gimmick character? Unless... Because he lost, wait, his, he lost his intelligence. Here's the thing. Maybe. I mean, maybe I'm giving too much credit to the writers. But like I just said with the body count, maybe they're only introducing these new Wells just to be killed off by the new character. But they've already done that with HR. I know H- they've already with done HR. it. I know. But just to add one more... I'm not saying to make it like a big deal... But just to add one more body to the list of people this guy's going to kill. Like, you know what I mean? Because Sherlock Wells, does that sound like a fucking a season-long character to well, you? Well, it's not even Sherlock. It's Sherlock. Sherlock Wells. Yeah, because he's French. Like, how how gimmicky is that? Sherlock Wells, and he's French. And, and. You know he's going to do an accent and, the entire time. And. Oh, mercy. And. 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 <laughs> he's a detective. So? 
So that's going to cause a clash between him and Ralph. Oh, oh yeah, Ralph and his detective skills. Whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> and his name is Sherlock, and he's a detective. <laughs> Get it? You know he's going to do that. He's going to make mad, like, every stereotypical French noise you can think of he's going to do. That's corny as fuck. <laughs> so I'm hoping he's going to be introduced. Maybe call some some drama with, with Ralph in a B-plot. A B-plot, not an A-plot, and then kill him. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't keep him around, man. Jordan, you're being really negative on The Flash, and you haven't even seen it. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't be that internet guy. <laughs> well, God, you guys just hate on everything. Why don't you just give it a chance? And it's like, I don't hate on everything. I hate on the things that I don't think are good. <laughs> and God damn it. That's the point of trailers. That's the point of the the world. is just your opinion. It's all subjective. It's just give your opinion. People want to be mad on the internet because people give their opinions nowadays. It's fucking crazy. Well, you know what else people are mad about on the internet? What? Because some people don't have PlayStation 4s like you, Jordan. <laughs> Why do you keep twisting that knife? He's already dead. Like Spider-Man. So, uh, but with that, like the projections and analysts are saying that because of Spider-Man and Spider-Man alone, that game could help push... PS4 sales over 100 million because there are a lot of people that are saying that they want to get a PS4 just for so they can play Spider-Man. <coughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but that 100 million doesn't include Jordan. No, He's not on that list. <laughs> it's like you paint this amazing word picture of like 100 million people who just like, yay, we're happy over here. And it's just me like a little dot. It's not myself. <laughs> me and all the Xbox owners over here. <laughs> Boy, I wish you could play Spider-Man. <laughs> well, some more sad news with, uh, in, in addition to Jordan not having a PS4. So, this kind of hurt. Not necessarily me, but I'm like, damn. That's fucked. That's fucked up. So, one of the developers, I'm like, should I even talk about this? Because I'm like, it's kind of fucked up to be airing this, airing this guy's business out. But I'm like, whatever. It's in the news. I'm going to talk about <laughs> okay. it. Okay. So... One of the developers of Spider-Man Homecoming put a little Easter egg in the game as a surprise to like his 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 uh his girlfriend. And so there's like a little theater or whatever that you could find in the game that where you come across this where it says Maddie, Maddie will you marry me? Will you marry me? Aww. And so that was going to be his way of proposing to his girlfriend. And that was obviously the game, you know, it takes a while to develop games and stuff like that. So that's been in the making for a while. Oh, God. Please don't tell me this guy broke up. And right before the game came out. Don't tell me love is dead, Michael. His girlfriend left him. Oh! For his brother. Oh, no! <laughs> no! Oh, no! Yes. Fuck you, Maddie! <laughs> No, somebody needs to do graffiti on that thing. Can you can you vandalize in Spider Man? No, you can't. Oh my god! So like, so obviously this stuff was already you can't. So it's already in yeah, it's in the game. Yeah, can't you can't take you can't, you can't undo patch it. Patch that shit out. <laughs> put a patch I mean, in. they probably could, they could probably put a patch, release a patch later on. But it's, oh, how, as of right now, it's there. How glorious would it be if they patched it and it was like, "Fuck you, Maddie." <laughs> so I'm like. I want to know where this place is so I can take a, a spider selfie in front of it. But I'm just like, that's kind of. <laughs> oh my god! Why? Who taught? Who said this? Who? Who came up with this information? Uh it's I don't know. It's on Twitter. It's it's an article on uh, 
push square. Man, if I was that guy, I, I saw, would not with that information yeah, release. Twitter. Fucking Maddie, man. How yeah. how are you gonna? That's a beautiful gesture that guy did. <laughs> he immortalized his love for you in a video game. And he tweeted he tweeted this to them. I don't know, uh, but yeah, I don't know, but yeah. So I didn't. Yeah, so that's some sad, sad, sad. Love is over, dog. <laughs> like I don't even. That's fucking ridiculous. So basically. The person that did that, he's not going to be playing Spider-Man. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Can you shoot web on things? I would just cover up the <laughs> cover up the whole sign with my webbing or something. But, yeah. So, so, so again, with more Spider-Man news, because every, everybody's playing it, except for you. I'll keep it. <laughs> <laughs> when I get home tonight, I'm going to play it some more. Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna stab you before you leave this house. Every, everybody, again, with everybody playing, even James Marsters tweeted a picture that he's in line at GameStop. Spike, though? Yeah, Spike. Spike! <laughs> he tweeted at GameStop that he's in line to pick up a copy of Spider Man. So basically, I say all this to say Jordan is trash. <laughs> <laughs> Today, in fuck Jordan news. <laughs> even Spike, who's an ancient yes, vampire. Even, so even Spike is playing Spider Man. <laughs> I may be a villain, but man, I do love a hero like Spider-Man. <laughs> yep. But speaking of hero villain like Spider-Man, so Marvel just announced that Superior Spider-Man, Otto Octavius, is getting his own comic book series this December. What? Isn't he dead? Oh, no, they brought him no, back. No, they brought him back. And he's still in a Peter Parker clone body? Yes. That's right, because he has a new suit. I forgot. And the new series sees Octavius leaving behind the Dr. Octopus name once more to prove that he is the greatest superhero in the Marvel Universe. Of course, Octavius' definition of what a good superhero should be is a bit different than most others. And here's the cover of the first issue. Wait, he's going back to the old suit? Well, yeah. Yes, and actually, that that actually reminds me. It's called the Superior Spider-Man. Like He was called the Superior Octopus when he came back. But now he's going back to being Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Well, yeah, because he's in his Peter Parker clone body. No, no, no. When he came back, he was in another clone body. Or no. Well, he wasn't in a clone body at first. He was, he, after he died from being in Spider-Man's body, he came back in a clone body, and he donned a superior octopus suit that looked kind of like the Spider-Man suit, but it was like a Hydra colors. Well, no. When he came back, he was in his. he was in a new body of Otto. That was an auto body? I thought that was a Peter Parker body. And then he went into a Peter Parker body. So basically, he's just a body swap. Just a body. Invasion of the body snatchers. He's just swapping body parts. But now he's going back to his superior Spider-Man. Now he's going back to his superior Spider-Man. Where? Like, there's too many Spider-People running around. Like, Scarlet Spider- Like, there's so many clones of Peter running around. Like, they could have, like, a yearly meeting. Yeah, you got Ben Ben Riley. Then you got Kane. Yeah. Because Ben Riley's alive now again. Yeah. And fuck. So is Kane. Yeah. And now you got Otto. Three three spider clones. It's too many. <laughs> in addition to all the spiders in the spider verse. Yeah, then you got Spidey and you got Silk and like Jesus. But I'm wondering, I'm considering if Peter is around, Miles, I'm like, what are they gonna that's why I'm curious to see what I'm like, what are they gonna do in this auto book? Exactly. Like it was interesting when he was impersonating Peter Parker and improving his life. But now it's just about Otto Octavius doing what? Just trying to be Spider Man by himself? Yeah, like I don't trying to live a new life. 
I don't get it. I've seen that twice now with Kane and Ben Riley. We're doing this again, 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 because because I also did it too. Like, so now we're doing it again, again. <laughs> what would be more interesting is to see him if he if he want if he claims he's turned over a new leaf and he wants to try to be a hero or the greatest Marvel hero. Do that as Otto as Doctor Octopus. So I thought it was gonna be an like Super that would Octopus. Be, that would be interesting to see. Yeah, kind of like what they did with uh, Lex Luthor when he was trying to be a, a better Superman than Superman was when when. Uh, the new 52 Superman died. Yeah. He tried to take his place and then he eventually backslid, backslid into villainy. Oh, he's oh, a like, villain again? Yeah, he's a villain again. Oh my God. I can't keep track. <laughs> I liked it when he was trying, like, trying to be good. Yeah. But, whack. I don't know. So I feel like that's what they should have done, but whatever. I guess, oh, Superior Spider-Man was so popular, let's do that, but we also don't want to get rid of Peter Parker because he's also popular. So let's just have both. Yeah, but they didn't have to like dial it back so far. They could have just had him be Superior Octopus. I've I read that book, but to call it Superior Spider-Man again and have him be in that old suit again, it's like, meh. I don't know. I'll read it, though, because Superior Spider-Man was a great run. Did you read it? I didn't read it, but I watched the YouTube video. Oh. Oh. This is our comic book fan over here. This is our number one comic book guy on the podcast. <laughs> I still got the information though. Okay. <laughs> well, I read it and I I really liked it. Did you? Yeah. You didn't read, you didn't read all of it. It's like one of the last Spider-Man arcs I read it completely. Yeah, I don't. Re- I'm dreaded. I don't read. <laughs> reading is hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know who else reading is hard for? Who? Nick Fury, because he only got one eye. <laughs> okay. And so with that, uh, set photos have leaked from Spider-Man: Far From Home of Nick Fury and Maria Hill on set. So that basically more or less confirms that they're going to be in Spider-Man Far, in from, Spider-Man home. Far from Home. So I wonder what role they're going I'd to I'd like that because it's like Ultimate Spider-Man. It is. So, uh, but, I'm also, but also with it, but I'll, there's no shield in the movies. No. Is there no shield? This Nick Fury still has people. He has people, but really we only seen Maria Hill his pe- as his person. Well, no, they had the helicarrier, so he had employees. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, so they got people. Well, he got yeah, he got people. There's still no shield in the movies. No, the no part. official shield, but I don't care. It's still Nick Fury. Maybe they'll call it Shield still anyway. But I mean, I'm hoping he has a role kind of like he had for Iron Man and Iron Man Two, where he pops in and out. You know what I'm saying? Keeps tabs on him. No, we'll see. I think that'd be cool. Or like trying to mentor the young Peter Parker. Yeah, kind of like Ultimate Spider-Man. Because also, uh. Because I know Spider-Man is supposed to take place, I think they said, like, minutes after uh, Avengers 4. Mm. So that also makes me curious of how that works out with the timeline. It's like they finish the big or like day, Thanos. Or like a day. Because and... I was like, minutes after, like, oh, all right, Thanos is good. I got to go to school. Yeah. It'll be like uh, the, the filler episode of My Academia, where it's like, all right, that's over. Now we gotta go to America. <laughs> like, yeah, basically. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home. Something else I'm excited about. So, Kevin Feige, which I mean, he already said this already. So I'm like, why is this news again? But it is. So basically, Kevin Feige is coming out and confirming that there's gonna be more plans for more female-led superhero movies. And this is his quote. <laughs> Got to get that Wonder Woman money. <laughs> with Ant-Man and the Wasp, and now Captain Marvel, and many movies to be announced with like Black Widow, in the near future, 
I'm anxious for the time where it's not a novelty that there is a female-led superhero movie, but it is a norm. And it is less of a story of, oh, look, a female hero. And it's more of, oh, what's this about? Who's this character? I'm excited to see that. And I think we can get there. I think there are a lot of reasons, not the least of which was fighting for many years of many years, the erroneous notion that audiences did not want to see a female led hero because of a slew of films 15 years ago that didn't work. And my belief was always that they didn't work, not because they were female led stories. They didn't work because they were not particularly good, particularly good movies. So my question for you, Jordan sup is with the talk about there being more female led heroes, what female led superhero movies do you want to see? Yo, Hmm. I mean, I want that. I want. I don't really want any single hero. I guess sexist. <laughs> but I do want to see an A Force. I don't. Again, we've discussed this before. I don't know how you get those characters all together in one one room to have a, a believable, you know, movie, like a plot line for it. But I think it's cool. I think that would be a cool movie to watch. Sexist. How's sexist? I want to see an all female Avengers. Yeah, but I don't want a solo female. You already got to put them all together, man. All right, if I had to choose one female character to make a solo movie about... See, I want Valkyrie to become Thor. So I want her to get her own version of Mjolnir. Like, if it's not... If he keeps Stormbreaker and doesn't get Mjolnir back, I would like her to get a version of Mjolnir. I want female Thor. Fuck Jane Foster. (laughs) I want want Valkyrie. Fuck Jane Foster. Yeah. Can you imagine if they did a female Thor and ended up being Natalie Portman? I'd be so mad. <laughs> I'm like, really? Yeah, no, I don't want it. She didn't even like the Marvel movies. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Yeah. Well, she did, but she she was she was just upset because Patty Jenkins Patty Jenkins was originally supposed to do Thor too, mm. but creative differences, and she ended up not doing it. I think it's for the best because <laughs> Wonder Woman was great. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, but. I would like to see, because Jordan is trash, and he only does one, and that's because I had to twist his arm. Wow. <laughs> you hear that, girl? It's two female. You hear that, all our female fans? <laughs> yeah, I was, you, you beat me to it. It's two female. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right, what about you? I want Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel. Oh, you're talking about, like, non-existing characters? It's not fair. That she you... does exist. No, fuck... I mean, in the MCU currently. A female-led movie. That's not fair. I didn't know we could pick characters that aren't actually in a movie yet. <laughs> no, no. I said, what female movie, what female Marvel mm, hero would you want to see? I want a do-over. No, no. <laughs> there's no do-overs. This is not Richard Donner Superman where you can spin around the earth. <laughs> Can't I? No. All right. So, I want Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel. All right. I want a solo Storm movie. See, this bullshit. <laughs> I would have said Storm if I had known this. I want, I want to see... Now the Avengers are transitioning out. I want to see Hawkeye, Kate Bishop, get her movie. And I think a Storm movie could really work. It can. Because you, all you have to do is tie it into Black Panther. Sexist. Why are you staring at me like that? I'm, like, I'm like, do you not agree with I'm that? I'm like, sexist. Why do you got tied into man's movie? Because he's already an existing character in the world. And it'd be really dope to tie those movies together. So have her have flashbacks to her and T'Challa as kids. I want a solo. Uh, what did I, I want? I want She-Hulk. Give me a She-Hulk. Yes, and you could actually have a solo She-Hulk movie, right? Because it's not Universal tied, right? That, I don't know. 
I don't know if it's all. It's not Hulk. It's She-Hulk. Yeah, but is is uh, is is it like Sony, where it's like all the characters that are that are no that idea. that exist in the Hulk universe are still with Universal, mm. or is it just the Hulk? I don't know. I think it might be the Hulk's characters. Oh, okay. So, but I would like a She-Hulk movie. Have you seen the new comics? Why is She-Hulk all hulked out now? Like she's like mu- she's a muscular like the Hulk Hulk. Yeah, I think that's just something that they started doing. Oh, I thought maybe you knew, being the comic book guy, that there's some story reason for it. I'm sure there is. Maybe she absorbed all his radiation or some bullshit. No, she she just got she just got super angry. She got super angry. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I would like to see She-Hulk, and also, if they do it right, they could make a really good like Kitty Pride espionage movie. See, when you get into X-Men though, then I want to see all the X-Men. I know Storm's part of the X-Men too, but like Kitty Pride's not like. Stormed here. No, she's not stormed here. But so that's if you do I said, that, I that's why I said if you do it right, I want Gambit in it. You can't have an espionage bull thing. No, no, no. I said this. I don't want Gambit or Kitty Pryde. I, if anything, I want to see a. I would like to see. And granted, I want Storm to have her own movie, but I would like to see a Storm Gambit thief because they're like the top thieves in the X Men. I would like to see like a thief Storm and Gambit. Storm and Gambit team up. Because they, they did that in her solo comic, like Storm and Gambit teamed up in one of the issues, and it was and it they was, stole shit. Yeah, and it was pretty. It was it was a good. I don't know. I just don't. Storm's powers are so fantastic that like I don't want them pared down for a a, a what's it called a a heist movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's she gonna use like her wind to like move a security thing to I mean, the left could, slightly? Like, like in NASA. <laughs> I, I know she could. But I'm saying like you know what I'm saying like her powers are so big, like I don't want to see yeah, them. I mean I'm not down. saying I want to do it, but I'm saying if Gambit had to team up with her, I want I would like to see like because they never really ha- they never really show that much of Storm's thieving. Like Storm is a master thief. Yeah, and they don't show that that much. They don't show anything about Storm in the movies that much. <laughs> I'm I'm just talking about just in, I'm not even just talking about the movies. I'm just talking about even comics and all that. Like oh okay, they don't really touch on the fact that she's a master thief that much. Why the black girl gotta be stealing shit though? Because <laughs> she's good at it. Yeah, I know. She's like, she's, yeah. she grew up on the streets pickpocketing and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be against it. Maybe there's only there's one a lot part. Of, there's a lot of shit with Storm they don't touch on. They don't touch on the fact that she has magic potential. I mean, yeah, I mean, she. they don't touch on the fact that she's like an amazing hand to hand martial artist or whatever. Yeah, they don't touch on the fact that she's. Well, quit. They don't touch things. on the fact that she's a fucking princess, Wait, basically African princess. Yeah, now that we're listening to shit, it's like, okay, she's a little bit too much. <laughs> she's like everything. No, exactly. So <laughs> she, that's there's a reason she was worshipped. I'm everywhere. Yeah, there's a reason she was worshipped as a goddess in Africa. It's all in me. <laughs> so give me a storm goddess movie where she breaks out into that, and she breaks out into that song. <laughs> I'm the Storm Next Men, baby. <laughs> it's my destiny. But that just goes to show Ooh. that they've been treating Ooh. the character like trash Ooh. in the movies. Because <laughs> okay. she can do everything. <laughs> I'm with you, though. I do want to see more sides of Storm in the movies. So I think a solo movie would be like perfect for her, of all people. Agreed. And not just Wolverine. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Who's the only one that could seem to get a, a solo movie. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... More more Marvel's news. So Ant Man and the Wasp has officially passed six hundred million dollars <laughs> at the global dollars. box office, which now helped bring the MCU, just the MCU. I'm not talking about Disney, but the MCU alone, to four billion dollars this year. 
I can't fathom that much money, so I'm just gonna nod and go, "Wow." I can fathom that much money. <laughs> like I think I'm Scrooge worth- McDuck when I think of that much money, <laughs> like just jumping in a pool of gold. I'm worth four billion dollars. Man, you're fucking worthless. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, fuck you. I'm so worthless. I'm gonna play Spider Man. I knew you're gonna loop back to that. <laughs> you bitch. But yeah, so like I said, not Disney, but just the MCU alone. That's crazy. Has passed four billion dollars this year. But you know, it's also what, what was kind of sad. Well, well, first I'm gonna say so now Ant Man and the Wasp has made like forty million dollars more than the original. Okay. Globally, because I, uh, I think. The original made like 518, from okay. what I remember. All right. No, I mean like $80 million more than the original. Oh, good. So, but yeah, but also with that, <laughs> I'm like, this is kind of sad. Ant-Man and the Wasp made more money than Solo, a Star Wars story. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. We're watching the, the change of an era right now. Yeah. Star Wars is not having... Granted, it's only one movie because The Last Jedi made over a billion dollars. I mean, so did Infinity War. <laughs> yeah, it did. I mean, so, but you know what I'm saying? Like, so, like Han Solo is like an it character in like uh, pop culture. But not uh, Alden Ehrenreich. <laughs> yeah, not, not him. But even in name only to like be surpassed by Ant-Man and the Wasp of all people. It's like, wow. Yeah, so uh, Star Wars, a solo, a solo. It don't matter. Disney's competing with itself. <laughs> like, Basically. Like, <laughs> but yeah, it made like 500 something million worldwide and Ant-Man made 600. So. Wow. Yeah, Disney's competing with itself. And both are within spitting distance of Justice League. <laughs> I think it's funny. Ant-Man and the Wasp is like almost on par with Justice League. Basically. That's not okay. <laughs> is it though? I think it is okay because Justice League sucked. I mean, yes, considering what we got, yes, but in the grand scheme of things, Justice League needs to be, they need to have justice done for those that entire franchise. It's not fair. Well, you know something I doubt is gonna suck? What? And that's probably gonna do justice to itself. What? New photos of Captain Marvel in her official suit. Oh yeah. Dropped this week. With Brie Larson on the cover of EW Entertainment Weekly. There's a lot of photos. There was a lot of photos of the Captain Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think of the photos? Uh, well, clearly it's a different suit if you do like a side by side comparison than the green suit. So it's not like a people were speculating that the green was going to be like CGI, but it's actually it looks like an upgrade. So I guess whatever happens. Yeah, because they her, show pictures of her in the green suit with with whole, a team with a team Star Force. This this this. The Star Force, not to be confused with Trump Space Force. <laughs> Even though I feel like just the troll, they should have called it the Space Force. Nah. <laughs> but I think that's they're they're adding dimensions to the movie that I didn't even consider, where they're introducing characters from uh, other parts of the Marvel cosmic cinematic universe, like the the black guy from Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't Korath, remember his name. Korath. Who? That's his name. I know, but that's, that's his thing. Yeah. Who? <laughs> I'm Star-Lord, man. Who? That guy. Um, she's apparently on his he's team. All, she's on the team. So before he becomes a villain, he's actually a hero. And it seems like they're working with Ronan the Accuser. Yeah, that's so what it, it seems like. So, like, so that's maybe cool. Maybe Ronan was good. I mean, but before. Ronan was an anti-hero in the, in the comic. Yeah, so I guess this is before he takes that flip. 
before he becomes a complete heretic that they called him in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Which is cool. I mean, that it retroactively is going to add some meat to the Ronin character. Like, Ronin was, like, one of the first, like, Marvel villains. Everybody was like, oh, it's a Marvel formula. There you go. It's a weak villain. But, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy was so strong, it didn't really matter. But to retroactively make that character even stronger. I mean, people have been getting mad that they killed him off. They're like, Ronin's a huge character in the comics. I'll just kill him off like that. So like, it's good that they're actually going to bring him back and give him more, like, flush him out a little bit more. Yeah, it was stupid that they killed him off. It was stupid. They didn't have to do that. It's stupid that they killed off a lot. Like, I hated that they killed Claw, even though I get why they did it. But yeah. at the same time, it's like, I hate when writers say, well, we had to do it. Otherwise, if we didn't do it, how would how would Michael B. Jordan have gotten to Wakanda? But it's like, it's that's how you wrote it, though. You yeah. wrote it in that way. So then it seems like that's the only way he could have done it. Kind of like uh, Man of Steel was like, he had, he had to, to snap his yeah, neck. Yeah, he had to snap his neck. Otherwise, yeah. he would have killed those people. It's like, no. but you wrote it that way. You didn't no. have to write it that way. Yeah. You just wrote that. You hit, he hit him really hard in the neck. It makes him pass out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, but nah. Or he like, up. why didn't he do that? Actually, now that I think about it, why didn't he just do that? <laughs> or like fly him in. Like, you can't make a Kryptonian unconscious. Or fly him into the air. <laughs> Anything. Yeah, we're not going to get to Man of Steel right now. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're right. Absolutely. Like, especially with Ronin or, or especially with Claw. Like, just capture him. You didn't have to kill him. Put him in Wakandan jail. Especially considering Claw is like one of the major Black Panther villains. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what a waste. But yeah, so I, I'm curious to see what they do with these like pre-existing Marvel characters in this movie. I mean, that's not even going to go into like, uh, Samuel Jackson looking fucking fabulous as a young man. Yeah. Which, I was like, has Samuel L. Jackson ever looked that young? <laughs> he was he what, looked, in life? Like, <laughs> like, even like as Morgan Freeman, I'm like, he looked old when he was young. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that de-aging technology is crazy, man. It is. Yeah. It's, it's better than the, the de-mustaching technology. <laughs> That's ridiculous. There's no technology in that, though. It's just like, there's just like, use Photoshop. It's just paint over it. <laughs> paint but, his mouth better. But yeah, but, uh, I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about this movie Again, more so because of uh, Avengers Infinity War. Oh, yeah. But uh, another character that they introduced that I'm excited to see is uh, Monica Rambeau's mother, mm. Maria Rambeau. Uh, when did you say it was going to be Monica? Huh? Did you say it was going to be Monica? Well, they never said. They they cast her, and so I was just like, oh. Oh, you speculated. Yeah, a black Monica. girl who's mm. who's her best friend. Who else could that be but Monica? But it's like, no, this takes place in the 90s. What they're going to do is... They're setting her, it up. Yeah, that's her mother. So and when it, she comes they, back... They even say in the in the, in the, in the uh, Entertainment Weekly book that she has a young daughter. They didn't say the name of the young daughter, but who else would it be? Yeah, so you know in Captain Marvel 2, it's going to so be So Captain Marvel 2, it's going to be... Mon- she, you know, she's, she's going to be, be aged Monica. up. It's going to be Monica. Hey! Yeah. Yes, bitch! And speaking of... Duh! Speaking of female superhero movies, Monica give me Rambo. a Monica Rambeau motherfucking movie. <laughs> we'll get there. I think that's gonna be the next Captain Marvel. They're not gonna make a Captain Marvel. They're not gonna give. They're not gonna let the black girl have the 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 Monica of the Marvel name, even though she was the original female Captain Marvel, but she didn't last that long. And they're I like, I think eventually she might get there. Not in the comics. She's Spectrum. Well, no, they're not gonna make Spectrum make her. <laughs> well, in the comics, she went from Captain Marvel to Photon. To Monica, now she's Spectrum. Those so, names are terrible. So now, Photon and Spectrum are terrible. Yeah. So now, uh, uh, her, as a nod to that, her mother, her, her name is Maria Photon Spectrum. That's what it says on her uh, on her Air Force. That's her name on her uh, on her ship. Anybody would look at that name and be like, "That's made up." <laughs> it's clearly a made up name. Well, yeah, that's that's her like pilot nickname, Photon. Oh, I thought you meant that was like her like middle name or some shit. No, no, that's her pilot. Name. That's <laughs> okay. what they call her in the Air Force. Or All right, Photon. All right, that's a little bit better then. 
So yeah, I'm I'm either way I'm excited about Captain Marvel. Yeah, I'm high for it. And the more we see about it, the and more the suit, I'm the suit. I think the suit looks great. I think it looks, I think the suit looks even better with the images we've seen now. Like yeah. it, look, it looks like it's a little bit more form fitting. But you know, with the Guardians of the Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy out, we're like, okay, well we need a new. Uh, team of Guardians. Let's get the Space Force. Exactly. You know damn well if the Star Force does well, Disney's going to be like, you know what? Let's just sidestep these Guardians and bring back the Star Force. Yeah. Or if, or if they're smart, they should do the Ultimates. Ooh. With Black Panther, Ooh. Captain Marvel, Blue Marvel. Throw Thor in there. Just because he doesn't have anything to do. Yeah, sure. <laughs> As yes. Guardians of the Galaxy. Let's go. Yeah. But uh, oh, uh, wait. Nine minutes. Yes, I was trying to do it subtly, but yes, nine minutes are left. I'm like or nine hours. No, <laughs> nine minutes. What? We're still talking Captain Marvel. But okay, well, but I can rapid fire. But yeah, but uh, so with that, uh, so they're 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 changing her origin to like basically because you know Captain Marvel, she got her powers from Marvel. Yeah. Their, their DNA pretty much merged or whatever. So now with this, instead of doing that, they're just basically going to say she's half Cree, half human. Oh, I didn't realize that. So yeah, so they're going to say, uh, Brie Larson said, you have this Cree part of her that's unemotional, that is an amazing fighter and competitive. Then there's this human part of her that is flawed, but is also the thing that ends up leading, ends up leading by. It's the thing that gets her in trouble. But it's also the thing that makes her great. And those two sides warring against each other is what makes her her. Man, I really hope that'll make her bitchy. That's my only fear. So she's gonna, yeah, she's going to be half Cree, half Skrull. I, I just hope she's not bitchy. <laughs> That's my only fear. But speaking of Skrulls, they also released the f- official images of what the Skrulls look like. Oh, yeah, they look good. They look good, but also the internet is drawing oh, yeah. comparisons. Well, I wasn't going to talk about that, but the internet is like... They're saying that they look like uh, Piccolo from the Dragon Ball Evolution movie. Oh, yeah, movie. I've seen that. That's funny. <laughs> they do. They do. They do. <laughs> or does Piccolo look like a scroll? Hmm. <laughs> Makes you think. Could be a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah. But you know who might end up being a scroll? Because I think he's trying to sabotage himself. Dave Batista is still coming out. Oh, my God. And basically saying, you know what? Is it done? Are you done yet? <laughs> nope, he's not. And he's like, you know what? I don't care if Disney fires me. So trying to get fired. I think he is trying to get fired because uh, somebody because he was doing an interview. They're like, "Are you sure you're not you know cr- uh, gonna upset Disney? Like you're not concerned about that?" He's basically like, "No, I'm aware that this could possibly cost me a job that I care for very much, but at the same time, it's an integrity issue. It's also a loyalty issue. So now I'm not going to. So now I'm not going to uh, bite my tongue or anything. That's just who I am as a person." And he's like. I've tried to be very choosy about what I say and the way I say it. I don't necessarily mean to be disrespectful, but at the same time, I have to say what's on my mind and in my heart. I've just been honest. That's what I've been, and that's the way I live my life. And it's like, and it is what it is. If, it co- if, it's, gonna, if it's enough to cost me a job, that's just what's going to happen. You can't threaten a poor man with poverty. <laughs> you know I grew up poor. I know what it's like to be poor. I'm not afraid of losing money. It means nothing to me. I will wrestle in backyards in front of 10 people if I have to make a living. So I'm not going to be, so I'm not going to be flexible with my integrity. I'm just going to speak my mind and, and just try not to be disrespectful. Wow. So, I mean, kudos to him for being loyal and, and speaking his mind. But at the same time, it's like, 
All right, bro. Yeah. Enough is enough. <laughs> Lay down the sword, Drax. <laughs> I don't want to see you killed by Thanos, dude. <laughs> yeah, like seems like it's gonna happen. We already know they're going. They're going back to do reshoot. Not not just reshoots to uh, add in a couple scenes and maybe change a couple scenes, but also learned that they haven't shot the ending of Avengers 4, so the reshoots are coming back to shoot the ending. <laughs> so that ending is now going to be Drax dying. Or it's going to be like uh, Myra Academia with the exams. Everybody lives except Drax. <laughs> like he's the Bakugo. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, also with that uh, next thing in news, it's now official. There was also there was rumors about it happening, but Henry Cavill has been cash of, ha- cash, <laughs> cast as Geralt in the Netflix Witcher series. Mostly thanks to Boss Logic. Oh, and his like edit and his edit. That's hilarious. So yeah, so now it's official. Henry Cavill is a uh, Witcher. So yeah, I haven't played The Witcher three. I haven't played any of The Witcher. I started it, but then I was like, this shit is too long, and I want to play something else. The so thing I know about Witcher is that there's naked girls on tarot cards or whatever. Like there's trading cards in the game, and there's naked women on them. That's all I know. I don't know. <laughs> But, uh, oh god, I am Mineta. <laughs> but also, uh, so now more good news for Incredibles two. Incredibles two is now the highest grossing animated movie of all time, crossing the six hundred million dollars at the domestic box office. You know why? Because huh? it's dead ass. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm ridiculous. <laughs> God forbid I make a second joke. <laughs> but yeah, but it's, it's 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 trailing behind Avengers: Infinity War in terms of the summer box office, but it also reached the one billion dollar mark. So yeah, so kudos to Incredibles two. I doubt I doubt we're gonna get a sequel. We need or, to. We definitely need to. But Brad Bird came. I mean, he's like, I'm. I don't want to do another one. Well, fuck you, Brad Bird. I want to see more of that ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I doubt I doubt Pixar is gonna want to do a. a Another one. They wait. That's why they they waited fourteen years. They waited for him. Uh, but he's like, I don't like doing sequels. I only did. I I did it, and I'm I'm done. I want to do other stuff. But I mean, he said that about the other one. So maybe another fourteen years we'll get. We'll where get. Else, where else am I gonna get thick superheroines? <laughs> There's nowhere else for me. But uh, what else? So finally, uh, one of the producers and uh. Batman, uh, the Matt Reeves Batman, or the original was going to be the Ben Affleck Batman movie. Okay. He came out and said he read the script for the Ben Affleck Batman movie, and he said it was the best Batman script he's ever read. So that kind of makes me sad that we're not going to get this movie. Because it, it makes me think, because, you know, all that talk about, oh, Ben Affleck was like, yeah, I can't get the script right, and yada, yada, yada. He was like, some of the, it was some of the best death, death stroke. Uh, Batman stuff that he's read because he worked he worked on a lot of the animated Batman movies. Yeah, so he's like it's some of the best Batman and Deathstroke stuff that he's ever seen and read. So it kind of makes me think there was a fracture between Warner Brothers and so all that talk about yeah I can't get the script right and that's why I'm dropping out and all that. It was basically a fucking lie. <laughs> and so I think Warner Brothers and Ben Affleck had a had a fracture in a relationship. So kind of it makes me sad that I'm like we're not gonna get a Ben Affleck. I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> like I, that's what makes me sad. The fact that I don't give a fuck, because I, I should care about the life of a Batman movie and like where it's at. But I just don't. I'm sad. I don't care about the Batman. Like, his character is betrayed so far in the DCU. 
I don't care about Ben Affleck standing as the Batman because he's obviously unstable. <laughs> but that's something I really wanted to have seen, like a so like a Ben Affleck directed Batman movie. I th- thought I figured I was like that that I think that's gonna be good. I think that's gonna be fucking awesome. Well, and, we'll never know. And then now hearing <laughs> and now hearing that the script was fucking great. Yeah. From an, a person that worked on the not the DCEU, but a person that worked in the animated movies. I'm just like, oh, I'm sad. Mm. And even Joe Manganiello, he co-signed. He like co-signed the. Uh, uh, <laughs> I know script. he's pissed. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck? I was gonna be the main villain. Remember, of remember, remember that teaser stuff that came out with oh, him? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's very pissed. But yeah, so that's that. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> Close the book on the DCU. Put a fork in it because it's done. <laughs> I mean, who knows? We say this, but you know, we could we could get the Batman movie we all want in the Matt Reeves Batman whenever we could, it comes but out. It's still not in twenty forty five. Fucking comes out. Yeah, but it's still not the Ben Affleck Batman. <laughs> the Ben Aff- Ben Affleck Batman was talking about bleeding and like whatever in Justice League. I don't care about him. But I guess that's the episode for the week. We have fifty seconds left. We just made the cutoff in our podcast uh, recorder, so. I guess next week we'll come back. We'll talk about Iron Fist, the end of it. Uh, to give our thoughts about the finale. And I'm going to go home and play Spider-Man. And we could talk about that more when I finish the game. I'll watch Adventure Time, I guess, and cry. <laughs> <laughs> because I can't play Spider-Man. Because Michael's a dick. <laughs> but yeah, it's been Blur Vision for the week, guys. We'll see you next week. This has been Jordan with... Michael, playing Spider-Man PS4. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't like you anymore. And I'm wearing Avengers boxer briefs too. <laughs> I'm going to jump off the Avengers tower. This podcast is over. <laughs> We're not coming back next week. Bye, guys. I'm going to stab this motherfucker. <laughs> Bye.